a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. This week on the program, there's only one thing missing to make this full-on pornography. It's Cruel Intentions. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Angelica Jade Bastien. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program. Thank you for tuning in. As always, it's a very special episode. We are coming to you from the brand new, beautiful, and still newly smelling HeadGum Studios in Brooklyn, New York. And we are happy to welcome back our friend of the show, uh, Vulture writer Angelica Jade Bastian. Hello. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. I feel pretty fucking honored like i'm in such a good mood and so full of myself right now i've been on we hate fucking movies two times bitch with some 90s movies hell yeah absolutely those are the prime slots the 90s ones are really (laughs) yeah that's sean needed to have she's all that and we we obliged him right and you've been on species before Mm, this is one that we've been circling like sharks for a little while so i'm glad we got to it because it's just that movie i've seen this movie or a part of this movie <laughs> quite uh, a few times. Did you break a VHS tape with the rewinding? <laughs> Possibly. Snapped it. <laughs> I'm the right age for that. I'm Absolutely. sorry. Yeah. No, that, that scene was on repeat. Although I will say re-watching this movie, I probably hadn't seen it since like the early aughts, but watching it, I realized I've seen this movie a lot of yes. times. Mm-hmm. Not just the you know girl on girl kissing. But it was a, it was a cable movie, a lot, sure, yes. very on cable, and this movie was a kind of a phenomenon. Like everybody was talking about it for a little bit. Hell yeah, I remember. Oh, I remember seeing it for the first time. That kiss. <laughs> <laughs> In '99, it was like this: The Matrix, Star Wars Episode One, and that's it. That's yeah, all you need. I mean, that's. Crazy. Anybody, to get you through. Anybody see this in theaters by any chance? No. No, no it was uh-huh. a straight up rental. Yeah. yeah, same. Maybe, maybe not. I don't mm. know. I went to a lot of movies in 99. <laughs> oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we should say this is directed by Roger Cumble. Great name. Oh, is that a real person? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. I'd be using a fucking alias if I made the movies this dude's made. Because he directed this. He directed the sequel to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were we just talking about outside the other movie he did? Um, just Friends. Oh, yes. Just Ooh. Friends. Yeah. yeah that's Ryan the... Reynolds is fat. Right. Uh... That's the joke. 
I uh, he also did Furry Vengeance, which is that uh, it's about a convention that went wrong. I wish (laughs) I fucking wish, dude, a revenge film set inside the world of a furry convention. I'd watch it. I would so watch that movie like Radio uh, Land Murders. And they're just killing them off, all the people who are putting the thing together. That makes perfect sense. Everyone's got a mask. You don't know who to trust. Those are big, bulbous costumes. You see one of those guys in the corner, it could be empty. He could be dead in it. (laughs) And it's standing up. You don't know. (laughs) He might just be taking a rest, too. Like, oh, my God, that purple horse has been stabbed to death. (laughs) No, Furry Vengeance is Brendan Fraser as a land developer and sentient like talking animals come after him and i watched it when i had salmonella poisoning <laughs> and i will never forget it yikes that is a double bill i never forget <laughs> i just remember like being like at death's door being like this is terrible dude like, what if it was the last movie you watched yeah that was a gamble <laughs> did like, you just watch that did you watch anything else or just that on repeat <laughs> <laughs> no it was that and then other stuff but i've that's that's the one that burned into my brain. Gotcha. Mm. But like, how embarrassing is that, Steve? Like, you are straight on your way to hell, mm-hmm. having died from salmonella poisoning, <laughs> and the devil's like, Stephen, what was the last movie you watched? And you were like, Very vengeance, sir. I mean, that would be the thing. It would just keep <laughs> the going. The devil just pulls everyone who comes in. <laughs> oh, totally, Dude, the, big the, cinephile. <laughs> devil loves movies, absolutely. Oh, no, come in, sit down, sir. So, so, what, what are you watching these days? <laughs> Well, most people just say Woody Allen movies, but uh, okay, furry vengeance. Wait, so the animals are also talking in that movie? I, yes, I, as I remember it. Or were you just that's really also fucked no, up? No, 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 they're talking. Yeah, they're 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 they're, they're talking happening animals. So, Steve, just because I've known you for the better part of twenty years, mm-hmm. uh, I know that you've probably seen this movie the most. Yeah, that's rude. You are the resident pervert. I, that's not fair. Hey, hey, YouTube didn't work back then. Exactly. All this to just say, if you had to quickly condense this movie for the folks at home who may not have seen it, been around in 99, what is this movie? Uh, it's Tiny Toons Dangerous Liaison. <laughs> yes. 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 Or it could have been produced on the WB like as a like TV movie, Like yes. honestly. Because yes. it has some WB folks, which is why I was obsessed. <laughs> it's the WB-ness, but then it's like it was for folk who were watching those WB shows mm-hmm. with those actors, but then it's like there's also thrusting in this movie. Like, Ooh. get on it. These scenes, <laughs> these scenes. It could have used the WB frog. Yeah. Oh, Michigan sure. Frog to get involved. <laughs> what was his name? Michigan J. Frog. Kind of incest on the WB tonight. (laughs) Was he named that because he was conceived in Michigan? I guess I don't understand why the the frog is named the frog name. Okay. But it's yeah, it's uh, prep school kids are playing dangerous liaisons and getting into all sorts of sexual misadventures. My thing that I realized watching this movie. Yes. Why, if the whole thing is like, oh, it's a dangerous liaison set at a prep school, but we're never at the prep school. Never at the school. It's. I think so fascinating when shows or movies do this where it's like high school kids and they're not doing a lick of homework. They're never setting foot <laughs> no. on the school except for, I guess, the very end. Yeah. Well, this is it's summer, summer break. Yeah. Which is so dumb. Like, why involve the prep school this much in the story? Now, that country manor they go to towards, I guess, is that towards the end? Is that the school? Is that what we're led no, to? No, no, that's, that's the, the aunt's house, right? Yeah. They, yeah, that's the where one Nurse that Ratchet lives. Yeah, yeah. No, when the funeral stuff is happening at the very end. No, before that, when they go, when they were they like charity. riding horses and shit. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, that's at the aunt's house. Oh, yes. there's only like five settings in this entire yeah. movie. Honestly, and, it's the aunt's house, right. the New York apartment, <laughs> and the New York apartment is Central so Park. ornate, so wealthy. 
every single scene of this movie, I feel like Napoleon Bonaparte could walk into it and you'd be like, yeah. it doesn't change. It, yeah. it, it looks it looks like it fits. Yes, no, totally. And I mean, look, it's, it's one of those things where a lot of the stuff that they tried, to, and I'm not a dangerously as much an expert. No, what is that? Is that like a board game? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Based on the hit board game, Dangerous Liaison. Yes, it's it, sorry, Trouble, and Dangerous Liaison. I thought this was based on Hungry, Hungry Hippos. <laughs> or Thirsty, Thirsty Hippos. Yes. You might as well. It's suggested by Hungry, Hungry Hippos. I Dude, hate that credit. the suggested, instead of based on, is like, it's so fucking loose. We can't say based on, so it's suggested. But it's European smut, I guess. Well, it's, yeah, it's like a, it's a, 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 have you read the, the book or no? Yeah, I love how you guys look at me like I'm cultured. I don't, I don't, what do I do most days? Like smoke weed and watch Bob's Burgers. I'm not smart. <laughs> if you guys think That's I'm culture. smart out there in the world, like I'm a dumbass. Like I, I just hide it very well. I didn't need to look at these guys. I know we're 0 for 4. So I just needed to, I was going to the random, the new element. No, Producer Mike, have you read Dangerous Liaisons? That's a no. Yeah, all right. It's I mean, six around over six. What I know about it is the Stephen Fears movie. Yeah, exactly. right. Malkovich and uh, Glenn Close and Michelle Pfeiffer. And Michelle Pfeiffer right. Is this uh, not Cecile? She's the Annette character. In that story, Chris yes. Cabin, are they like? Is it the same like sex games? Kind of like if you it, get it is her in bed, games. then I'll have sex with you, stepbrother. It's woo. That's the thing. It's all sex games, except Ooh. for they add the step-sibling element in this movie. This it's, is the the ground zero of today's modern pornography. Mm -hmm. The ur-text, I would call it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the stepsister phenomenon that has gripped the country. It is, it's gross, and it doesn't make any sense. It just makes it gross for no reason. There's so much gross about this movie. Like, as now an adult, like, watching a movie that they're supposed to be teenagers and they're all, like, sweaty and, mm -hmm. like, grinding on each other or losing their virginity or giving their stepbrother a hand job while mm -hmm. teasing him. Yep. Because that's just a thing you do, you know, in between getting your manicure and pedicure, I guess. I don't sure. know. It's, talk about filling time. I mean, that's how they do it. Yeah, that's how I fill time, too. I just give out hand jobs. <laughs> I couldn't even say it with a straight face. But like you were watching this movie and like my wife and I last night were like, total tops, they're 18. Yes. Total tops. And like Selma Blair's character, which is hilarious because she was the like oldest actress playing the youngest character. And she's sort of playing her like a child? Yeah, like yeah, infantile. Yeah, yeah. I was curious It's about really that weird. Like she's yeah. wearing that koala shirt and I'm like, what game are we playing here? There's that ticks somebody's box because yes. it's very strange because she's like, you know, supposed to be a teenager. But she acts like a really young child and she'll yeah. sometimes do these weird things like she'll blink really hard yep. and she'll just smile randomly. And yes. you're just like, is she okay? Like, <laughs> it's like living is hard. Like every every moment is awkward. It's so weird. <laughs> the red sweatshirt is like really big for her. And yeah. I felt like that was another little thing. It just, it's, it's, it's a game. But the weird thing is like, so then if that's the case and we're not going to high school ever. Why not just set them as a bunch of sexy 20-year-old kids that are getting into no good? You know because, what I mean? Like, because for Roger Cumble, gotcha. that's not as hot. That's like yeah. a, a CEO in an 80s porno. Yes. Roger Cumble. <laughs> yes, it is. Cumble soup, dude. That's what I meant, though, about there's only one thing missing from this movie to make it pornography, and that is like actual penetration scenes and genitalia. Because like the music, like the score to this movie yeah. is 100% porno music. You get some butt. 
you it's do get Philippe, but that's but the Philippe stunt double but dude. Oh, don't, really? What? Don't even try to tell me that that's Ryan Philippe's ass. You don't, don't think that's his ass? Wait, you don't see his you, face. Did you research this or are you just like doing a truther thing right now? No, it's it's neither. <laughs> I will say ass. I just <laughs> it's a crisis actor's ass. No, because like when she looks like Sarah Michelle looks across the room, it cuts to this dude. His back is fucking jacked he and is, his shoulders are so wide. He looks like uh, the dude does look like the Wolverine from the back. I do agree with that. <laughs> That's the thing. And when you see Ryan Philippe in this movie, he's like, blah, 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 blah. He, you realize how tiny of a person he well, is? Well, it was the 90s. True. We had to be tiny, tiny. If people. that's yeah. true, if that's true, they also gave him the stupid Justin Timberlake, Ryan Philippe haircut. Oh, whoever sure. Whoever this guy is. Oh, his hair is so gelled. It's so ugly it's it really, really offended me i was like y'all were supposed to be rich and i am not rich and i look good and his name is sebastian valmont yes vampire ass name that is a total <laughs> vampire name fucking go get the garlic to get this guy later on when he's trying to like you know he's like uh, give, trying to break up with uh, reese witherspoon to like get her away from him because he's such a bad guy he's like mm. you were nothing but a conquest and i wrote down in my notes mm -hmm. is he a vampire <laughs> Vampires use the word conquest quite a lot. Sure. Well, part of that, I think, is also what they're doing in this movie and the way it's written. They are, they're like in, they're pushing 30. Everyone in this movie is pushing 30, playing teenagers who act like they're all 60 years old. Yes. And speak mm. like they're 60 years old. And it makes no fucking sense and just makes it way more confusing to listen to what they're saying it, in this movie. It makes less sense because it's so isolated. Every, there's not like sense of a, a world around them really at all. Where are the parents? Anybody. In Bali. Oh, I missed <laughs> yes. that detail. Right. They call at one point and we get the classic line, oh, the parental unit's called. Oh, oh <laughs> parental unit alert. <laughs> now, that, that was an expression in the 90s. Absolutely. Ugh, I hated it. <laughs> Units, <laughs> not into it. But the only like parental figures you have in this movie is um, a Christine Baranski, who is uh, a racist. She's yeah. a total racist. Yeah. Selma Blair's mother. Um, yeah, completely shitty to the dude from Save the Last Dance, Sean Patrick <laughs> Thomas, that poor bastard in this movie. You will always, whenever you say his name, it's like being on a weird bike because I'm like Sean Patrick Flannery or Sean Patrick Thomas. <laughs> yep. Sean Patrick Flannery or Sean, and I'm, I'm, the, 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 the handlebar goes nuts. I wish people could see the handlebar acting out right now. <laughs> it's important to do that. It's proof that Steve never learned to ride a bike. <laughs> I'm riding a bike. <laughs> the uh, oh, and Nurse Ratchet is the the aunt of reese witherspoon's character yeah she also played kai win on deep space nine yes, yes. Mm -hmm. mm. gotta give you some deep space nine deets y'all you know how i do <laughs> okay do. uh uh philippe she's uh philippe's aunt Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Annette is uh, Reese Witherspoon's character is oh. like just there for the summer for like, some reason. Rich people, I guess, know each other. Yeah. And they're like, my daughter is like going to be around other rich people. <laughs> so let's hit them up. I don't know. I don't know what they do. It, it's kind of, it's that plus like it's very clear like an old French thing that never got excised from the novel. Like mm. it's like, oh, Mama will 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 put you up for the summer over there while it takes me an a, a year and a half to traverse the globe. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense in modern times. Like put this girl in a fucking hotel. I think the other thing though is like because they just have these like sprawling estates, which I could never figure out. Is it Westchester or is it Long Island? Question mark. It's, never. Resolved. I believe. I, I think I saw the, one of the locations they filmed at was Long Island. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because when she's driving out of the city at the end of the movie, she's like driving north to Westchester. Mm. But I think at the beginning of the movie, when we see Ryan Philippe driving into the city, 
he's supposed to be coming from Long Island. Yeah. Not that they ever specify. They don't mention any real locations. Also, don't set most of your movie on the Upper East Side. It's the dullest fucking so, place in Manhattan to so, set anything. So can just anybody write a uh, an article about not getting laid and get, like, Taken to one of these castles. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Are you trying uh, to hatch a scheme? Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually, as a young girl, wrote an article for Seventeen magazine about how I would never have sex before marriage. Which, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> take that, Seventeen magazine. You got scammed. Well, also, the threat of it is like Seventeen is going to take that away at some point. Like, if she ever has sex, it's a crown. <laughs> exactly. It's like, a yearly thing. Yeah, it's like there's a lot about reputations in this movie which is i get it on some level because they're like rich white kids and their reputations are very important but on another level it does seem like it's cut from a completely different society yeah yes. exactly and you need to see that cachet being spent with other people like yeah. not just these four characters you don't yeah. get the circle of At their all. world there's no like ball scene that they no. could go to or Balls? something just like the summer the oh, summer right. ball yeah. gala eric yeah. yeah it's a gala thank <laughs> you Chris. or some end of summer party something totally. it's, so, it's weirdly claustrophobic this it is. movie it's true for I'm, a movie I'm, that's set in all of these big like yorkville mansions and shit yeah. uptown like a masquerade ball would have been really sexy right <laughs> well this was 99 wasn't that also the year of eyes wide shut yeah mm -hmm. wow this is like eyes wide shut junior <laughs> fidelio sydney pollock plays like the gym teacher <laughs> yes. lil fidelio <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Tiny Toons version of uh, Eyes Wide Shut. That's true. Tiny Toons, by the way, another instance where you can't really tell if they're in high school or college. Yeah. Except for the fact that they go to a, a university. <laughs> so you're supposed to, I guess, no clean college. college, but okay. they're like little kids. They, I don't know. Because they also have a really cool spring break. So I feel like that that's was more a of a college thing. killer spring break yes, that those was. cartoons had. <laughs> So it, we start with Philippi and Swoozy Kurtz uh, is his therapist, and we get like really bad '90s therapy gags. Ugh. You know what I mean? I'm billing you by the hour. Blah blah blah. I'm kind of surprised there was no like Valium jokes. Yeah, that that we that loved antidepressant jokes in the '90s. Also, instead they do the what about Bob Book joke? Yes, which right. is bullshit. <sighs> the great parent. She has written a uh, ha ha. She has written a book that's great parenting. And she books him for the book after being like, this will help you do everything. Although it's not like he's becoming a parent. No, I guess she just wrote the book and is trying to unload it and is just going to bill him for it. Yeah, yes. I guess. That's yeah. one way to sell copies of your book. Yeah. And pretty unethical as a therapist. Yeah, that's like a really bad therapist. <laughs> yeah. Does Swoozie Kurtz play a similar character in Dangerous Liaisons with John Malkovich? Because she's also in that movie. No, she plays Salma Blair's stand-in oh the other way around oh is that right yeah that's not michelle pfeiffer no michelle pfeiffer I is reese witherspoon, is, is reese yeah. witherspoon. Oh. i love that this is a proud tradition and heritage like she continues to play roles in yeah liaisons <laughs> well, oh yeah i'm sure they went to john malkovich numerous times and he said absolutely not maybe that's why there's no like you know uh like school headmaster or something because yes. that's the malkovich role get any of his ass in that movie I don't it's believe so. Back, I wish. Back I, of the man, mouth. I wish. <laughs> I think you do. You finally get some in being John Malkovich. I think. Oh really? I gotta rewatch. I feel that. there is I some tail in that. So long. Me too. Totally overdue for a rewatch. Um, yeah. So what is the deal though? So he screws over Swoozy Kurtz because he posts pictures 
of yeah. her daughter yeah. online, nude Let's photos. talk about this for one motherfucking moment. Yes. I wrote down in my notes, Sebastian is a sexual terrorist. This, yep. is, this is revenge porn. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. it's one of the earliest incidents, I think, of revenge it's porn in movies. Insane, and they're playing it for laughs, but it's like he took pictures of her and put them up online to ruin her reputation and buy, you know, also ruin her mother's reputation. Right, like it's more vengeance- against the mother but like this daughter is the victim and yeah. it's like the movie's like haha isn't this great look at this cool dude in this duster that just <laughs> fucked this lady over he built a real deal like kind of fancy for 1999 website around <laughs> these pictures there's animations you went to an animation studio this guy is like the Osama bin Laden of revenge porn <laughs> and we the audience are Al-Qaeda because we're what? supposed to enjoy it <laughs> fair enough our audience. <laughs> but no, yeah, like, he does so many things in this movie that are not okay and to the point of like really reprehensible and like he changes, but not really. Yeah. When I have... he dies, I'm kind of clapping. It's great. Oh, I was cackling. We yeah. will get to that <laughs> being hit by a car, ragdoll, flying <laughs> moment. That, that was beautiful. It's not quite on par with Meet Joe Black and Brad Pitt. Ooh, that's yeah. Hilarious. You know, I think that still has the trophy. Top tier. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> but yeah, it is it is weird that the, the nudie thing and you're supposed to be like, got her. You know what I mean? Like you as the mm -hmm. audience like, got that. Bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I love seeing a girl cry to her mother. Yeah, yeah exactly. what a cool dude. <laughs> this guy's the hero of the film. Yeah, <laughs> they do position him like that because then the mother is like banging on glass, like, you're gonna be like screwed over, you little shit. Yeah. And then he's like looking up, and then a girl comes up to him and she's like, Hi, I'm like Clarissa. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, really? Yeah, let's like do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the extent of it. Like she's got like googly eyes for this dude from the <laughs> they, jump. They immediately start holding hands. Like, oh, do they? I miss that. Away, they have their hands holding. Suave as fuck. It was nineteen ninety nine. He was five foot seven and ninety one pounds. You had to be like, holy shit! I want to fuck that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that duster again. <laughs> I say the duster in this movie. It's summertime. It's summer in New York City. You're wearing a huge fucking duster, dude. What are you doing? And he's wearing this mustard, or not even mustard. It's like it's, shit brown, yeah. like shirt yeah. and tie combo because they have to be the same shimmery kind of color. Right. Ugly. Yeah. The whole and then like the suit jackets are also kind of like fucking Uncle Fester or something. <laughs> and he's the most popular guy in school. Like the guy that wore a yeah. suit all the time was a weirdo in your school. Am I wrong? This guy yeah. is a weirdo. Yes. He is a weirdo. I like feel like people would actually think he's kind of skeezy considering his reputation is that yeah. he like tends to screw, not just screw women, but screw them over in yes. the process. Right. So I don't understand his popularity. Catherine's popularity played by the great, <laughs> the amazing, the beautiful, the five three, Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh Woo! yeah. Uh <laughs> I could see how she could be popular. Right. Because she's fine. And I would like totally be trailing around her in school. <laughs> but she's also like two-faced, like purposely, like yeah. right. But he's just like, I'm an asshole, deal with it. And then it's like, okay. <laughs> how cunning. <laughs> Ooh, you're really aggressive. I like that. <laughs> So he leaves this therapy session, and this is we are introduced to Sarah Michelle, and Christine Baranski is using her as like a introduce my daughter Selma Blair into the school's 
you know, social pool kind and, of and a thing. And again, that's something that makes sense in fucking 19th century France. If you're like, <laughs> this is my daughter, show her so that she, where the nearest taverns are. As opposed to like, my fucking daughter's going to school and I need to like prepare her the summer before. Well, I guess it's, I guess, you know, for like 1999 New yeah. York City times, it's like, well, she's the senior and Selma Blair is going to be a freshman. Like, sure. And, take her under your wing kind of a thing Boy, in the Paloy big city would do this kind of thing i feel like, like sure yeah you, you know their parents you just like hey talk to them for exactly would you, you help me out you attended her coming out ball sure. you know prepare her for the next level of social sophistication or whatever your virginity masquerade went well <laughs> and this is i mean this is she is just playing a little child she's wearing the koala t-shirt and right. said that like her and her father went on a vacation down under and he's like oh how are things down under blossoming i hope yeah. oh. he looks up her skirt in front of also uh uh christine Berinsky, mm -hmm. she drops a line about like oh and that time that sebastian traumatized the school nurse i didn't think he'd be going back after that what happened what, there what, what was that what the fuck was that? <laughs> I think it's the same thing that Hannibal Lecter did to the nurse that bent over him. Oh, he bit her face off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he's rich, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. Don't he just got a little slap on the wrist. He got sent home early from school that day. But that's the other thing, too, that it, 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 Angelica's point that I'm going to bring up again is like that he's not, it's not like he's just a ladies' man. He like destroys people and gets off on that more than even the sex. Yeah. And that seems like a difficult thing, again, for the hero of the movie. But that's his kink, Steve, and you have to it's, support it. It's a, <laughs> I apologize. It's, like, it's a James Bond thing. Yes. Like, it, you, this is the greatest spy. He fucks everybody, tells everybody his name, shoots all the time. Uh -huh. And yeah, and nobody knows who he is. He's a mystery man. <laughs> but I don't think, like, it's a mystery as to what Sebastian's getting up but to. But they all act like that. They all act like... Because that's, dude, that is the rich strata. It's just like, turn a blind eye to everything. Money will fix it all. Kind of a situation, yeah. you know, I guess. So the, the, the thrust of this movie, pun intended, is they come up, Sarah Michelle uh, and Ryan Phillippe's characters, who are stepbrother and sister, come up with this... Sure this sexual bet that I kind of am still trying to figure out the stakes. Yes. And if you, if you think about it too much, your head starts to hurt. Like we had to consult Wikipedia to figure out all the <laughs> angles of this movie. I mean, yeah. It doesn't really make sense for the basis of a movie. Cause it's not high enough stakes. Oh God, that sounded terrible, but you know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's totally. just like, he he shows her the article in Seventeen magazine of Reese Witherspoon's character, and he's like, right. "Now that's a conquest," because she wants to ruin Selma Blair's character. Yeah, because her ex. Oh my god, this is confusing. Wait a minute, you're totally <laughs> so, right. Her ex, the Lesser O'Connell. Oh right, that's right. Um, Has anyone checked in on that dude lately? Is he alive? He is. He <laughs> looks like he's been in a house fire. Really, it's not oh, Charlie O'Connell? I mean, not like he was. So he but could just... play Freddy Krueger. <laughs> He just aged poorly, and Jerry O'Connell is still, you know, a handsome young man. Young? Yeah, in his 50s. I just hope he hasn't gone, like, full Aaron Carter at this point. <laughs> I really don't what, want no, that What happened man. to that young guy? He's just gone crazy, it seems. Yeah. He seems it seems really unfortunate. He just went like a Like Amanda Bynes or whatever? Similar, but, like, he's also blaming his Backstreet Boys brother over things. Yeah, there was a whole thing where he was like, I cut off contact with my whole fucking family, including that Backstreet Boy. I don't really know. I just know that Chris was very distressed because he's a huge Aaron Carter <laughs> fan. Really? Loving that, that music. Well, what are these what boys doing on the back street anyway? I would cut them out of my life, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
You're no. right, Eric. You're right. <laughs> you know? So know. Ryan Phillippe, the, the stakes are, and I guess the timeline is he has until the end of summer. Mm -hmm. Sure. He has to sleep with Reese Witherspoon. If he does not, he has to give Sarah Michelle his awesome car. Yes. If he does, Sarah Michelle will have sex with him. And he can put it anywhere. Yeah, yep. Right. Thanks a lot, 18-year-old girl saying this in this movie. What are we fucking I, doing? I mean, I was such a stupid guy. I was like, what? You're like your hand? <laughs> <laughs> what, when you were watching this last night? No, no. Like oh. the first time I you saw know, it. I Sebastian, like, I didn't think you meant my ear. <laughs> what are you doing? Just flopping against the ear. It's his kink, man. You have to support I it. I didn't take this to heart. <laughs> yeah, he makes this. It off. He makes this face though, like, ooh, yeah, yeah, anywhere. <laughs> That's the one that cinches it. He's not gonna do it, and then she's like, put it anywhere, and he's like, yep, and yes, just, sir. He goes in the bathroom and fucks her loofah, and he's like, that's <laughs> it, I did it. <laughs> you said I could. Oh, this movie. <laughs> yeah. But then also, there's the detour of like he finds out that Christine Baranski was talking shit about him mm -hmm. to somebody, and then he's like, I'm also going to fuck Selma the, Blair and ruin her life. The Selma Blair-Baranski thing has nothing to do with the bet. It doesn't, and that's what's confusing about the movie is you're like, why is he spending so much time on this other thing? So then I was trying to figure out what stake Selma Blair was in the bet, and then eventually Chelsea was like, no, there's nothing yeah, it's just a side. Sarah Michelle Geller just wants to get back at her uh, "quote unquote" Nazi ex-boyfriend, yes. which is Charlie O'Connell or whatever. And I think O'Connell is. there's like one shot of him in the movie, yes. right? And he's shot. just like laying on a bed, and that's like, like it. She heard that he liked Selma Blair, yeah. So this gets added into the. Oh, yeah. dude, totally missed that. To break that up, <laughs> yeah. even though that's not even what we're focusing on. And it, they make sex, again, like vampirism. She's like, I'm going to make her <laughs> into the premier slut of the school by having sex with one guy. And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, is it going to lead to more sex, I assume? It doesn't really make sense. No. <laughs> you highlighted the language there, Steve. The thing that I, I that it was like a mystery to me for about five minutes. Mm -hmm. During the, I, I'm sorry to bring us back to it, but the the web page he makes about uh, Tara Reid, <laughs> yes, sure, yes. Uh, it highlights the word slut, and it's like saying it at first, all and right. just saying that, and then it cuts. It comes back. All of a sudden, it's saying, "You are a slut. Yeah. You are a buy my book. Buy, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, you've done enough. I see the freaking word. That's Wait, what so I, I go to a website that calls me a slut. <laughs> That's the internet. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's all it is. 1999 internet. That's a big thing. Me meanwhile, this guy who set up this website, which in 99 wasn't as easy as today. Certainly he didn't not. have these services. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he's he's saying, oh, 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 only people who use email are geeks and pedophiles. Classic line of dialogue. <laughs> so they only world. communicate with written letters like we're in France in the so 1800s. fucking dumb. Or a 1940s movie. Like, it is yes. so... I was yeah. like, is this a letter to three wives? Like, <laughs> like, everybody is writing... Like these these long letters, and it, it's it's really funny to watch because I'm like, this movie would be so different if it was made today. Like, yeah, with the same angle of we're doing it for teens. Because I'm like, there's no phones, and it's just really weird with the letters. And I'm well, like, yeah, I think a letter from Iwo Jima was in there. You know what? You know what it is? Is that the original book is an epistolary yeah. uh, novel. So it's in letters. It is. Yeah, yeah. Damn, you learn something every day. <laughs> Wait, so Chris Cabin, are you trying to say that Cruel Intentions has something smart about it happening? I, I, if you want to call it that word. Somebody call Mr. Cumble. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, 
Honey, you won't believe what these four fat guys said about me. It only they took said I'm smart. Years until someone said it. So yeah, so her side mission is to destroy her life, and uh, you know, Philippe goes up to, and again, like going to Long Island's a fucking hassle, man. Like it's a total slog. I don't care if you're back in a car. Forth, yes, exactly. Whatever. It fucking sucks to get out there. And he goes and he meets Reese Witherspoon, who I mean, like I think that you could tell that she was going on. Like, election was the same year, so she's like good in wow, this, right? Yeah, but like she's got nothing to do. This is like a paper thin character. Mm-hmm. Like she's not even like the bad girl. Like I guess she's the good girl. But there's nothing to play with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because you need to see her much like election actually, like swimming in the student population, like interacting and seeing like how she is at school, kind of because that's what they sort of portray her as is like yeah. she's sort of like well, nerdy, cares about right. class kind of yeah. stuff. The headmaster's daughter, the new headmaster, and when she get pu- she got published in Seventeen magazine that said she was from Kansas City, Kansas. <laughs> yes. So it's like a pre- she's from a prep school out there, and is got now. It. The dad is now taking over this prep school they go to, and that. Uh. I guess. <laughs> again, again, it sounds like a fucking French thing. Like, yes, exactly. Like the yeah. new headmaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like a huge problem with this movie, and we've touched on this, is you know we don't really get to see Sarah Michelle Gellar and Reese Witherspoon play off each other, and yep. to do a whole good girl bad girl dichotomy, which is it's trying to do, you need to see them play off each other. You only see it like that. One scene, like you know, when they're in the bathroom towards the very, very end of the right. movie, yeah, and so that's a big problem. And they're pretty good in that scene too. Like to your point, like that's actually like a, one of the best scenes in the movie that you're like, yeah, I would watch all of that. Absolutely, yeah. I kind of thought the same thing, and I was like, oh, this movie's got like four minutes left, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> and like it finally it. found the thing after like an hour and a half, or even have Reese Witherspoon interacting with Selma Blair. Mm. Like she only interacts with the aunt and Ryan Phillippe. And that's it. Yeah. She's just locked down in his aunt's home. I, which I feel is another kind of outdated, like, you're not leaving the grounds. You'll stay here with me. And he comes in and he's like, you know, Philippe is being like two-faced to her, right? To the aunt. He's like, oh, aunt, whatever. Man, man, man. Yeah. Like, is this where she sets them up to like go volunteer with no, old that's people? No, that's a little. Is that yeah. Okay. One of the uh, things that kind of gets started around here, but it does go throughout the movie is the just rampant homophobia that you oh, have. Yes, I was just about to bring that up. Like in this scene, where <laughs> when he first meets her and like he hits on Reese Witherspoon and she's not having it, he's like, oh, I got it, gay. And she's like, what? And he's like, oh, sorry, I was getting a real lesbian vibe from you. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> in the late 90s and white people loved that fucking, the word lesbian was a total punchline. Yep. Damn. Watch that Friends season. It's very close to Friends almost entirely. You have one black character in the movie mm-hmm. uh, set in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, rampant homophobia. Living in mansions. mansions. The only thing you're missing is somebody in a fat suit. Yeah. That's the only thing you're missing, <laughs> wow. and then it would just be Friends. I would kill for a coffee shop in this movie, honestly. Just some <laughs> other people around. Just, yeah, please go to a second location. Well, we would never be caught dead in a coffee shop. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yeah, with all the peasants. Luffy, we're not going to say. Central Perk today. No, no, no. <laughs> Man's Central Perk. He so he finds out that somebody wrote her in, in advance another handwritten letter with perfume on it, <laughs> <laughs> sealed with a wax stamp. Yes. That said, should comfort him on the front. <laughs> that said that he was a scumbag and steer clear of him, and he doesn't know who it is. So he goes to Joshua Jackson again. Welcome to the, to homophobia town. Joshua Jackson with his hair dyed like. 
peroxide blonde. Oh man, is this something? And he is vamping it up, and it is so uncomfortable. I'm like, woo! Yeah, <laughs> there's moments in there. Also, it's a weird thing, and I feel like if you thought about it, like this is definitely coming up in other movies too. But like, he's the gay guy who's also the drug dealer, and it's just like yeah. the conflation of that. It's like. Well, he's got to go to his dealer, who's also gay, obviously. It's the and 90s. He's also the only other character who's like out, other than, I guess, Christine Baranski, who's out and out evil. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, I'll do this. Sure, I'll take money to like set up this honeypot for this guy. Oh, right. Right, there's it, a blackmail scheme going on. Yeah, and so what is the deal here? It's like, so this dude is somebody's... Reese Witherspoon's best friend. Best friend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Eric best Mabius, friend. who is the second or third crow. I lost count. <laughs> no, really? Yeah, he was a crow. Third crow. He was a crow. Uh, I just remember him on Ugly Betty. Right? Yes. He was on that. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and he's on all those Hallmark movies. Uh, uh, Steve is third crow. Uh, excuse me. It's the third I crow. Apologize. I apologize. I want everybody to know. <laughs> who it's was the, the third crow? Was the second one for a long? I think, no, it's Olivia Martinez. Oh, right. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Mabius. It sounds all Mabius. <laughs> was this guy the... <laughs> That trailer, by the way, was. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, but what I a surprise either. he kept his haircut from Blade Runner 2049. Morbius, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Morbius. Oh, yes. Oh, right. Jared Leto's. I don't know. Oh, God, why I watched that trailer. I watched that trailer too. I know exactly why. I'm wearing a comic book t shirt right now. I watched it and I did not enjoy it. Is that right? Yeah. What is this comic book t shirt you have here? It's a saga. Great. Nice. Oh, I read a couple of volumes yeah. of that. I did too, and then stopped. (laughs) (laughs) And it was hard to keep up. It was the thing I get into with comics where I'll buy like two trades, and I'm like, this is amazing. Can't wait to continue. Oh, what's that? It's been four years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, comics are hard to keep up with. They're also a really expensive hobby, which is why I like go in and out. So, like, if I'll be, I'm sort of in right now, and Uh I'm like reading a few things. Although some of the things I'm reading, I think I'm gonna stop. Like the <laughs> Batman book, I'm like totally. Oh, is it not? Is it not as I'm good? I'm not really feeling it. Yeah, I'm not really feeling it. I've been off Batman for a little bit. What's the Batman why. up to these days? I don't know. The Joker's back. Yeah. He's gonna oh. be back, and I'm like, oh, this bitch, man. <laughs> you know, I, this bitch got some Fenty red lipstick on. I could beat oh. his ass. Like, please, like, come on. Is he extreme or does he have like a suit on? He has a suit on, so okay. he's not like you know as stapling a, his face. Or anything. Oh God, that was a dark period. <laughs> it was. That's what I. That's what I stopped. I was like the face-off Joker thing. I was like, no, thank you. That sounds I, pretty extreme. Yeah, the Joker. I'm just is a character that I feel works in smaller doses. Yes. And the problem is people are so obsessed with that character that you won't be able to do the smaller doses. Like I don't really think he should be seen that much. No, and it, it should be. He shouldn't run his own thing. It should be like. Drips and drabs, a little dabble, do you? It's almost like a two-hour feature film about the character is weird and doesn't entirely work. And could have been a piece (laughs) of shit. (laughs) A piece of shit. So what is the deal? How does Joshua Jackson know that this dude is on the down low? Because Because they've been hooking up. Yeah, they've been fooling around before and like, you know. So he's like, I'm willing to... Have him come over. Mm. You can conveniently pop in at the stroke of midnight as I rub this phallic object. Which is, a, I mean, it is a pretty horrific. I mean, like the guy is like outwardly homophobic, mm-hmm. like, he's, yes. so he's not like a great guy, but like he is closeted. At it, you know what I mean? Like it's it's a shitty thing to do. It makes him like, well, a- this is his kink, and you got to support it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a really shitty thing. And but what's also shitty is the fact that he calls himself the Gregster. 
Yes, yes oh absolutely. Complete with personalized license plate. <laughs> Wait, there was a personalized <laughs> license plate? There is, you see, like, a, I think it's when this sequence starts and it's like Ryan Phillippe is going to Joshua Jackson's and the Gregster has parked outside and it's like Greg something, like, is the license plate. And then there's some other sticker that's like, totally awesome or whatever it says yeah. and ryan Phillippe like rips it off the bumper before he goes in the house like yeah. just another fuck you like this dude gets like maliciously outed mm. and he's like well at least i still have my bumper sticker i'm like <laughs> i missed that beautiful moment because i was probably lighting up <laughs> <laughs> and it gets whooshed away because he's like got the duster and mm -hmm. you know but yeah, there is some sort of personalized license plate situation that lets you know the Gregster is in town. And he's that got a shitty DV camera, so he's taking video footage as well of their hooking up kind of a thing. And it's like, you know, 1999 digital video, so it looks like garbage, like all of those dark Yeah, I would just say that wasn't me. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, look at that resolution. You can't tell. I could be anybody in there with Joshua Jackson. Uh, Joshua Jackson, can you get some more lighting in here? This is not going to work for me. Some overheads? This was the 1990s, and we wanted Joshua Jackson to be in movies, and I don't know why. Because he's Joshua Jackson. I, I don't love know. Joshua I, Jackson. I have, a, I have a weird soft spot for Joshua Jackson. I like watched way too much and wrote too much about the affair, partially for him. Oh, see, I haven't seen any of that, but we were a big fringe household. I yeah. love fringe. So. Totally. So it was that, you know, he is forever Pacey. He's mm -hmm. forever, you know, the main kid from all the Mighty Ducks movies. This is like six years after the Mighty Ducks, I think. Mighty Ducks yeah. is like 93 mm -hmm. or something like that. that. But right. never translated to film. is what that's. Yeah. He's a TV guy. And that's, there's nothing wrong with being a TV Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. But you can, t I mean, there were these TV movies, like t not TV movie, like we think of like broadcast, yeah. you know, movies being broadcast on television, but like. Movies released theatrically in the 90s. You know, like Angelica, you said it was like a WB movie. That's like you had this, like something like, uh, uh, what was that movie? Uh, Urban Legend oh, is another totally. like, just populate these movies with television actors. Teen dramas were the rage on TV and yeah. we had to populate. Like Party of Five, Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Tiny the Vampire tunes, I guess. Slayer. Yeah. Which I was surprised just doing like the, the timeline math here. Buffy was in its third season mm -hmm. when this movie came out, and it's like, well, she's top build. She's she the... is. No, I know, but it's weird. It's like you're in this big TV show, like, yeah. and you're doing this shitty movie. Well, she tried to do some movies. It was this. She did that. Did you ever see Simply Irresistible? Okay, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is that? Is that the Magic Chef one? Yes. Uh, what was Magic that one? Chef. That's it's a romantic comedy, yeah, right? I'm yeah. not like going crazy. It's her and Sean Patrick Flannery, not yeah, Sean Patrick right, Thomas. Right. <laughs> and he's like a magician that cooks food? No. <laughs> Eric. I mean, I'm trying to figure Eric, out. No, no, no. She's a chef. Okay. And all of a sudden, like, she gets like magical powers or oh, something. Fuck. So she's, she's like, like talking fast? to a crab or something. Wow. In that I, movie? I, ha I do not remember this movie. <laughs> I know I have seen it more than once, but I really don't remember you that. You may have even seen it more than once, but you haven't seen it more than Chris Gabin. No. <laughs> I vaguely remember it. I remember her in like a chef's coat. That's what I remember. Should I've I, never seen it. But... Should I show my Simply Irresistible tattoo now? <laughs> Please do not. Nice. Are they playing Simply Irresistible throughout the movie? Robert they got to play at least one. No, I don't think they do, actually. What the Fuck. Palmer must have been pissed. <laughs> Feels like old. I think it's like old Django Reinhardt songs and stuff like French feel kind of thing. Is it a remake of a French film? I think it's a remake of an Italian film. Oh, hmm. that's weird. And she also did the Scooby Doo movies, which mm -hmm. people yes. 
Those were like in the 2000s, mm -hmm. right? Those yeah. are movies. They movie. They did some movies. <laughs> hey, it was 24 frames a second. That's the I nicest just, thing you could say. About I know. It. When I come out of like screenings and like I don't like the movie, I was like, that's a movie and a movie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the same response I give to publicists at trade screenings. Like, well, it was a movie. It was a movie. You uh, got images on a screen. Congratulations. <laughs> she is in one great movie, which is Southland Tales all of you mm. um, <laughs> at this point at this right. point i mean this fight has been rehashed and all i have to say is i guess i should go back and re -watch I, I should go it. back Maybe and rewatch too what do you think of that movie angelica i didn't care for it see that's the, that's how i felt too i saw it with chris cabin yes in the, the back of the, the planet, planet hollywood, hollywood <laughs> in times square <laughs> it was kind of the perfect place to see that wait hold on what there's is there is it a screening room yeah. or some yeah. hobo's basement it's a screening room <laughs> that smells like chicken tenders yeah. okay i had to cut my hand and squeeze the blood over the entrance to be uh, <laughs> got it in. Mm, nice yeah, uh, so what do you mean we're opening this Planet Hollywood, New York City? There's no screening room. How am I going to screen all of my movies? <laughs> yeah, Artie's got a point, man. We need a screening room in here. What the fuck are we doing? It's the two of them just yelling at contractors. Arknine, <laughs> I didn't mean a screening room. I meant a screaming room. <laughs> I want to come here to New York and scream. I mean, and I, then Jackie Chan is like the fourth investor in that franchise is like, yeah, I guess it's fine. Here, go ahead. Put a screening room in. <laughs> it's amazing what they use that space for though. Like press screenings of stuff like yeah. that. I went to like a opening of a Broadway show after party. That was where I saw Adam Duritz eating the chicken tenders. Oh Jesus. Adam Duritz is coming up later. That oh, in he one of the blind. most romantic sequences ever put to film. <laughs> so he finds out that he, he gets Eric Mabius on his side. He's like, you have to run interference and tell her I'm a good guy or else, you know, the jig is up kind of a thing. Or else I got a website waiting for you, buddy. <laughs> exactly. You know me and my website. It's going to be me and this fucking shitty real player application <laughs> and it is going to play a grainy fucking constantly lagging video of you in bed with Joshua Jackson. <laughs> so let me get this straight on this next one. You want me to just have a flashing, you're not a virgin on top of it. <laughs> Okay, I could do it. I mean, how much, how long do you need me to do it for you? What is this working class web designer? <laughs> <laughs> the first web designer. Right after this scene is the very famous we're sitting in the park kissing scene. Ah, uh, yeah, set the scene. First, she's brushing her hair. Oh, mm. yeah, getting it going for something. Like, all the hair people out there getting it going. <laughs> The weirdest part about the scene, they only realized it this last time I watched it, was so Sarah Michelle Geller is like, I have I'm a I'm a two face, and she even like kind of talks about this later, like that's her pathos. It's like I have to be Marsha fucking Brady all the time, but I'm really this evil person. I'm the Marsha fucking Brady of the Upper East Side. Mm. Ooh, that line stinks. And sometimes <laughs> I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> yep, throw that right in. That gets uh, the fucking sentiment going. She doesn't that's how have it should the, end. I oh, like Sarah Michelle a lot. I like her character her personality she doesn't have the beef for this role i don't know okay so i'm torn about okay. this role like i i love sarah michelle geller i'm like a sarah michelle geller apologist march 10th 1997 when i heard that buffy theme song that shit changed my life it's one of the shows that like yeah. i'm very precious about i don't like like anything else joss whedon has done <laughs> but i really have a soft spot for buffy and there's some times where she really works in this role. Mm -hmm. And then there's other times where she has line readings yes. that are like hilarious. Like they're supposed <laughs> to be like 
and show that she's like a badass or she's not mm-hmm. to be fucked with. But it just makes you really fucking laugh. Yes, so I'm yeah. torn about this role. Those line readings make me think like she's just pissed off she has to say those things. <laughs> also, like, probably poor direction. Yeah. Yes, yeah. also that. Yeah. Well, from she Cumble. has. Uh, <laughs> from, yeah, Mr. Cumble, Cumble the fucking auteur. Uh, she has the line that was so bad. Like, I had to tweet it when she's like, I hate when things don't go my way. It makes me so horny. <laughs> I was like, what? She says the first part, and then there's some sort of like image break, yeah. and then she says, and it's in the and it's like those two th- statements yeah. don't go together, but like she says it that way. And isn't that when she starts doing the hand job? Yes. That is the yeah. She's seated on top of him, like reaching behind herself. Yeah, yeah. it's That's... like a reverse reach around. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say, as someone who has given hand jobs, I found that pretty awkward and it made me question her technique someone's gonna sprain a wrist i mean that's very dangerous maneuvering that's a thumb down like i I don't know (laughs) they should make like a ford versus ferrari but about a hand job (laughs) i'd watch that like like, oh you think you think an american guy is gonna give a better hand job than these italians all right the ferrari hand job has won the daytona 500 every year i guess we'll just see who comes first it's either Matt, it's, it's the both of them trying to get Tracy Letts off. Is that how that works? Oh, God. I'll watch it. I'm also, also the industrial slacks that he's wearing at the time. Like, you know what I mean? There's a zipper involved. Mm. It's not, you don't see anything that's going on there. No, you don't, which no. is fine. Sure. I mean, it's, it is fine. I mean, it's just, I mean, again, because we're this close to pornography. Um. So she, but my, my thing was, is she, she's trying to pr- portray this really great, uh, you know, clean cut girl for the high school, but she's like making out with women in the park. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, why is this happening like, in the park? Broad daylight. Mm-hmm. And yep. they don't, like, they do like the kiss first, like without tongue. Mm-hmm. And Selma Blair's all like, oh my God. Wow, this feels great. <laughs> <laughs> like she, the way she, I don't know, man, I'm worried about her. <laughs> and then they do it again with tongue. And then it's like, it gets even close. The camera sure. gets even closer, and there it, it is really like paying attention to those tongues, <laughs> and you even get a little like drool. Yep, just the, just enough, just enough. Some cumble coverage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How many cameras we got on them right now, guys? Come on, this is it's a real production yes, here. We need coverage for the male gaze. <laughs> We're making fucking cruel intentions. Let's go. You got Blur playing in the background, too? Yes, you do. Oh, God, oh, sure. Mafia and TV. That's a song yes. I've heard a lot. And it opened with Placebo, which is a band I liked back then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Marcy's Playground, uh, B-Sides, and the Joshua Jackson team. It's a great Ooh, soundtrack. I, we could say it. Maybe people disagree. <laughs> it's the you. best part about this movie by a country yeah. mile. But again, Eric Babies is afraid of being murdered in the street for being gay, and she's making out with this woman in the in the middle of Central Park, being the Marsha Brady of the Upper East Side. It doesn't make sense. Someone would have seen her. I yes. feel like yes. you know, it just the again the problem is their like social world isn't fleshed out enough. We like legit don't know really many people that they deal with, so it's yeah. kind yeah. of like hard to kind of place anything yeah, in any context. All about like your your appear you know your reputation, mm-hmm. but you don't ever see what that even means. No. You never see her be Marsha Brady at right. all. Like not even to Baranski, I think very very loosely because Ryan Phillippe comes into that scene like almost immediately yeah. and blows it exactly. all up. Now that's a Brady brunch brunch. The bunch. A, a brunch. Brady mm, Bunch hungry. reference? Yes. 
I'm not familiar. The so mother was that, from was the... that the slutty one? Well, Marsha, it's the mother. No, it's it's, no, it's, it's not the lead Marcia's daughter. The oldest daughter. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Oh, so it's she's the popular one. That's what they're trying to say. Popular. She's perky and nice. You couldn't escape the Brady Bunch in the '90s. What are you talking about? There was those two movies, man. Oh, I saw those. I actually kind of liked those. I kind of did too when they came out, but I don't remember them. I wonder if those, because I saw those movies like when they came out and it was probably like kind of too young to understand what they were doing. Mm. So I was like, well, this is just, I didn't get that it's like them still living like it's the 70s, but it's the 90s. And that was the joke. Yeah. As my little kid brain was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. This movie's dumb. I, I was too busy with the Coneheads. But did you guys watch the show? I saw no. it on reruns. No. It was on Nick and yeah, I, I watched yeah. it. I mean, I probably have watched some of it at some point. It's like point. cultural osmosis. Yeah, yeah. I feel That's like exactly. So yeah. I don't know any of these Bradyisms. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The you didn't watch. The I, I love the 70s. You didn't watch Mike no. Lee and Black tell I you who the Brady Why would I do was? that? <laughs> because that's what we were all doing. Well, okay. <laughs> Enjoy your shared narrative. I'll be over here. No, he was enjoying his cliff in the backyard. <laughs> yes, I had. A, I I grew up with a cliff in the backyard. That's correct. It's a lovely cliff. It is. It's not bad. We're not live on the air. You can take the <laughs> past the beer. Kevin was like a jewel thief. Like, <laughs> oh. My personal Rafifi. Lower it. With a... But so she's seducing her with her wiles to get her to the dark side, which is sex at all. Not. To, it's not like I'm going to seduce you to, you know, have sex with you. It's like I will make you aware of your body in this like very bizarre yeah. vampiric way. Right. It's the vampire wanting to awaken things in you. Yes. Right? Before they take you and make you a child forever. <laughs> um, Is that what the Emperor was up to in that last Star I Wars think movie? So, yeah. What the fuck was that movie, man? <laughs> We're like, still trying to figure it out. I saw that shit on Christmas and I'm still mad. Like I'm like, <laughs> the fuck I got out of it and I was like, yo, like, I ain't about Star Wars like that. Like I don't really know it and shit, but the fuck was this movie? <laughs> that is the correct opinion. My, my office at home is like the true detective wall with all the red. <laughs> now, Kylo in big black marker. You're just building like a little statue out of torn beer cans. <laughs> and and a grandfather and written in blood in the middle of it with a question mark. I just keep on watching out on a small TV screaming, now I fell down and I got better. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine. Now, Ray, I'm going to put my tongue in your mouth. When I do that, I want you to massage your tongue with mine. On oh, the spittle, like, trail. Oh, yes. <laughs> but it's like, because the emperor was, like, oozing oil in that movie. <laughs> yes. There's just, like, black shit coming out of his mouth. <laughs> it's okay. You are my step granddaughter. <laughs> I love that in the Star Wars universe, we still have step relatives. <laughs> that checks out. But they, uh, she's like, why don't you try on your friend Ronald sometime? Is Sean Patrick Thomas, who's her... Uh, cello teacher cello mm -hmm. teacher she kind of come and again like i have a lot of sympathy for ronald but the question remains how old is salma blair you know what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah like okay i'm i'm 30 so i don't remember how old i was when i came into high school how old are you you're <laughs> like, 14 13 14, 14 right yeah. that's what i thought something like that I get well. She, I mean, she's playing it eight to sixteen, right. somewhere in there. That's and, where. That's how I played it because I went to one of those weird high schools. It was like a. It was almost like the schools where it's like it's one room and everyone's in the same grade. Because I was seventh through twelfth grade. Yes. Did Got you it. go to school oh, wow. in the Great Depression? You're like yeah, a one room schoolhouse. Yeah, yeah, the rural areas of this country are still in the Great Depression. I was at the same uh, school from K through eight, and, wow. I did, and I did fifth grade five times, like a ten year bit. 
<laughs> Your finest bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like uh, uh, in uh, out of sight when I got out. I, I took off my tie and I threw it on the floor. <laughs> um, but so yeah. She, yeah, but she's like, you know, she realizes that there's something going on there. Yeah, and again, like, is Ronald and Ronald is told as pre Juilliard, which means he's probably like 17 or 18, and it's like. Or he could be a lot older. That's the thing. I was, I don't know. I read him as a little bit older. Yeah. Because he's like a cello instructor. Like yeah. If you're, that's like college age to yeah. me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how that reads. Which, and Ronald, Ronald does have some difficulties in the, this movie, and I'm, I'm on Ronald's side, but then I'm like, nah, dude, I don't know I what don't we're know. doing here. As a Negro, I am not. <laughs> go on no i don't trust the dude <laughs> yeah like there's this moment this is a little like ahead where Catherine, played by sarah michelle geller is watching a video like of oh yeah of selma blair and the ronald character and like she does this like little handstand and has her legs spread in front oh, of right him. yeah and he's straight up looking at it and yeah. i'm just like ronald like <laughs> ronald you can drink Ronald, don't, don't, don't do this to yourself, man. There's plenty. Come on, man. What the fuck you doing? <laughs> Girls wear koala shirts, man. They could have easily made everyone college age. Exactly. I know. That it makes no sense why they're not just all in I college. I wish they were just in college and we got to see some college stuff. Like, I want to like college this stuff. movie. Some college <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever I did in I don't remember. <laughs> but, but that they kind of then did that movie when they adapted. It's a Brett Easton Ellis book, um, Rules of Attraction. Because oh. I remember that being sort of like a spiritual cousin of mm -hmm, this movie. Sure. I only saw that movie one time. Mm -hmm. Um, but like they're in college in that movie, yes, right, Chris they're Cabin? In they're absolutely in college. Mm -hmm. And like that it it's a shitty movie, but like it feels okay because it everybody's of age. Exactly and alleviates it, a lot of this creepiness. Exactly. But like I guess if it, it's not a way to fix this movie, but if the movie in any way acknowledged that all of this was weird, which it does not, no. it's just all like kids playing grown up and it is very uncomfortable if you start thinking about it. I think that was the thing was Mr. Cumble was like you know what? As long as nobody thinks about this too hard, I can get away scot-free. Part of the problem is it's like too serious. Like the way they're yeah. talking to each other yes. about their schemes and shit. Yeah. And I think this is the same year as American Pie. Yeah. 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 Which, is, wow. which is also high school sex, but they go comedy and that makes it work more. Yes. It's like sillier. So it's like yeah. fine. Silly sex. Yeah. yeah. A big problem with this movie is that it takes itself too seriously. And I wish it was like a little bit like sillier in a way. And yeah. like sort of because there's moments where it's almost campy, especially totally, with yeah. Catherine Sarah Michelle Geller's like line readings. I'm yeah. like, yeah. you're really amping it up. And it's just like, why not just lean into that sort of craziness? But then some it chooses to take itself too seriously, especially when it comes to Ryan Philippe and Reese Witherspoon's yeah. relationship. It's very, very earnest. Yeah. And I was very, very bored mm -hmm. looking mm -hmm. at them argue or look at each other or like, wow, we're so blonde. I don't know whatever <laughs> the fuck they were talking about. Because it's totally from just a completely different movie. Like whenever they totally. go to scenes with the two of them, yeah. you're like, all right, well, this isn't the other thing. The, uh, the other thing, though, that's really obnoxious is it's a movie whose screenplay thinks it's really clever with mm. some of the lines. And there's a Sarah Michelle line that's absolutely awful. Is she, she's reacting to something Philippe has done or said, and she says something like, 
well, don't do this with the speed of a hurdler from the Special Olympics. Yeah. And you're like, okay. <sighs> like, that's a that's a joke. Like, it's supposed to be a joke in the screenplay. There's a Star Trek The Next Generation line. I missed it. She calls him Picard or something like yeah. that. Boldly go where no one has gone before. Mm. Picard. And it's like, does this character watch Star Trek The Next Generation? <laughs> Picard? But I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but Picard was known for deflowering virgins. Yeah, yeah that is not. No, gonna, don't you be spurge. It's such a great captain. I'm going to dip down into her neutral zone. No. <laughs> Come on. What's this little Romulan? Let's give it a kiss. You watch that show. He never touched anyone who was under their mid-40s. And that is the absolute right yes, attitude. That's exactly. Totally true. That that is why I loved him. I was like, I had a crush on Picard as a young girl. Oh, yeah. And But I knew he would never look at me the same way because I was a young girl. <laughs> and I respected him for that. You say that, but you've never seen the young Picard, Steve. Oh, yeah, that's true. Hello. <laughs> All right, Mr. Data. Now, I'm going to put my tongue in your mouth. <laughs> when I do that, you take your robot tongue and massage my tongue with it. Isn't this a nice picnic I've made for us? Oh, my oh, God. Our date on the holodeck, This Mr. is Data. Slash that definitely exists. By the way, oh, totally. sure. Computer, coffee, and TV by Blur. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Holodeck, initiate cruel intentions protocol. Excellent. <laughs> now, just that scene over and over again, please. <laughs> Computer, repeat. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so just like she's like trying to get uh, Salma Blair to have sex with Ronald, and Ronald wants. This is when there are other more letters are being written, right? Because Ronald, it's revealed, has written tons and tons of love yes. letters to her. Someone really in weird. this movie needs to be like, "What the fuck with all of this manual correspondence? <laughs> what are we talking about? Pick up the phone. You got shitty cell phones in this movie. Use those. Well, they're not all nerds and pedophiles, oh, so right. they can't do it. They can't do it. It's so dumb. But they can make intricate websites. Yes, they can. Mm. I wish there was a thing like when he goes to the website, there was like a little counter. Or the old, like the yeah. visits counter that yeah. just tick by. It would just be like two. <laughs> zero, 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 two. A sex crime web ring. Remember web rings? Yes. Oh, I yes. do. All right, yeah, I'm going to ruin Tara Reed's life. What you need to do, my friend, to help me ruin her life is to go to geocities.com forward slash Ryan Phillippe forward slash user forward slash Tara Reed is a slut forward slash MPR3 forward slash Sebastian, everyone who's in is on angel fire now. <laughs> Loser. That is a blast from the past. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Angel fire? Are yeah. people going to know what we're talking no. about? No. Probably not. <laughs> just home, ask your parents. Just think of LiveJournal, Tumblr, and... I don't know. There's probably another one. Those are all old lady websites. Oh, fuck. You're talking what do they use now? <laughs> yeah, what do kids use now? TikTok. It's all TikTok. Oh, all fuck. TikTok. Okay, okay, imagine you post on TikTok. There you go. <laughs> yes, imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> Same shit. I went to... Someone's hacked my TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Picard saying hacked my TikTok. Oh, my God. I, I, like, just watched the new Picard show, a few episodes of oh, it. Lucky oh, lucky not. Because I'm reviewing it for Vulture. Yes. Which, you know, by the time this comes out, we'll be hit, we'll have been out for a right. while. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now I'm imagining like older Picard, so it's making all this even really, worse. Yeah, it's making it much worse. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me show you my chateau. Uh, it's a nice chateau. And the yeah. dog, oh my oh, God. Number one. Number one. It's so cute. I'm oh, I'm so jealous you've seen episodes. Oh, we're recording this the eve of the premiere. Yeah, we're going to see it tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be CBS All Accessing. Might be going to the office a little late tomorrow morning. Watch my <laughs> Picard. I'm hoping he does the same thing as with uh, Brandy and Once Upon a Time in Highland. <laughs> he's sticking him on Worf or something. <laughs> Mr. Worf, this is the last of your bad ideas. <laughs> and you are on a horsey. <laughs> Number one, chomp balls. <laughs> yes. Com- yes. Computer, run Cilio Drive Protocol. <laughs> oh, God. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I love it. Around here is when he's so Philip Hay is like full on. Let's make this concerted effort to try to ruin Reese Witherspoon's life. So he's got to do it by playing the nice guy. This is around when they go on this date to the old folks home. Yeah, sure. Because nurse Aunt Nurse Ratchet. What is the actress's name? I feel terrible. Louise Fletcher. Yeah. Thank you. I'm calling her fucking Nurse Ratchet. Did she win an Oscar for that, or she got I believe nominated? She was nominated. Yeah, did she, she win? Yeah. I don't know yeah. if she won. I'll find that. But she should have. If she I did just not. looked at the Wikipedia page, but I was high. <laughs> <laughs> very, very high. <laughs> This is why you shouldn't work from home, kids, because you don't get as much work done because you're just smoking the weed. But it's a better environment. It, it is, is a better environment. Is your Picard write-up just about the dog's fur for about a... <laughs> yeah, it's just like about the dog's fur. It's just about how, like, different he drinks his Earl Grey now, which I noticed. I was oh, really? like, Ooh. he said Whoa. Earl Grey decaf. Oh, really? I was like... Wow. Well, I need decaf because my fucking heart will explode. <laughs> my fake heart that I have. Louise Fletcher did win the Oscar. Oh, she did. Oh, good. You know what? Good for her. She's a good actress. She's she is great. a shit actress. In this shitty movie, but. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like she's added to give it a little oomph, a little gravitas, yes. get an Academy Award winner in yeah, there. Yeah, so she's like, oh, um, I need volunteers for the old folks home, but I've got opera tickets or some horse shit. You guys got to go. <laughs> Sounded like a real line. I think we're, we're, we're missing a few important things, though, okay. before we get to this. Oh, please. One of the things is Catherine decides to tell Christine Baranski, doesn't she tell oh, her? Oh, yes. Oh, right. This is about, after she sees the video. Yeah, yes. about Selma Blair and... and what's Sean Patrick Thomas? Sean, yeah, Thomas. Patrick, yeah. Sean Patrick Thomas. Fucking three first names. What, is he going to kill a president? <laughs> it bothers me when people have three first names. I don't know why. What's but anyway. So because you could be that. standing in the shadow of an assassin at any turn. Is right. Selma Blair tells Sarah Michelle Gellar where she stores the love letter. Yes. Which yeah. then she oh. can use to tell her mother. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird, it's just like, oh, he's writing me love letters. You don't have to say you hide them in your dollhouse. Yeah, yeah you don't <laughs> have Which is to also, to leave the word dollhouse out of this scenario. Dude, my skin oh, was old. crawling. I was he's like. too old for that. Exactly, but it's what like we're fuck? infantilizing this character, and now she's got a fucking dollhouse, I, and I'm freaking out. I stuffed them in my teddy bear. Yeah, no. I, I, you might as well have said it. Yeah, yeah. The, the little teddy bear's back unzips, and all these love letters are oh in it. Oh, my God. But there's like this, this moment where, because like, so uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Christine Baranski, they meet up when Sarah Michelle is like going shopping, which is yeah. really fucking weird. Like she's just like <laughs> at a store. And then she's like, Christine Baranski is like, is it drugs? And Sarah Michelle Gellar is like, it's words. You're a black man. She doesn't say that. <laughs> yes. but, but there's this exchange where like Sarah Michelle Gellar tells her like, you know, I think there's something going on with Selma Blair right. and Sean Patrick Thomas. And then 
I know she's so young and he's so, and then Christine Baranski screams, black. Yeah. Like, it's the scariest <laughs> thing possible is that her daughter could be convoyed. And they're just conversing in this mall food court or wherever they're supposed to be doing the shopping or whatever. And in a movie where there might be another black person other than one, that would be almost like, oh, she's the out of touch one. But in this movie where he's the only black guy and she's like, it's a black person. It's like, well, what are we talking about? Yeah, it almost sounds like the voice of the crew. Exactly. The voice of the audience. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if it was you're like commenting on this society if level, if she was the whatever. outlier, if she was the shitty old white lady, which she is the shitty old white lady, that's one thing, right? But it's not, but that. like, she tries to they they quote unquote save it by trying to make it a coffee joke after this, yeah, exchange. yeah, because yeah, she's like, says, Oh, brown sugar, oh, no, no sugar, or whatever, yeah, oh, right, because someone's coming to like fill her coffee, there's yeah. like a, a waiter or something. In the store, yeah, Sarah, Sarah Michelle, I think she has like a handler that goes around with her. Was that what it oh, is? Oh, yes, yes. She's a, 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 like Viet- a Vietnamese maid or something. Which is very weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yep. She's just silent as all hell, just always by <laughs> She like was she was was she starring in that Oliver Stone movie? Uh what was that? With Tommy Lee Jones. Heaven and Earth? Yes. Oh, yes, that is the same woman, is it not? Yeah. Oh, wow. She died like not long after this, I think. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. But kind of sad career and record. Never seen Heaven and Earth. It's not a long time ago, and I don't know if it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's always hit and miss with that stone. Well, yeah, it's an Oliver Stone movie, so you're starting off already not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and like, so she she forbids them to see each other, and mm-hmm. she like yells at Ronald, and there's like a Colin Powell joke here because it's 1999. Oh, that's right. Oh. She's like, I'm not racist because I donated to Colin Powell. Oh, He's yeah, got that's... a great reply to this. Though. Yeah, their, their exchange is really, really fascinating. Christine Baranski and Sean Patrick Thomas when she confronts him. It's, right. it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> also, like, not not this movie. Yes. Yeah, like, not, I'm, you know, Deal with that someplace. He says, else. "Like, oh, I guess you put me in my place because you've donated to Colin Powell." <laughs> yeah. There's also something where he's writing a musical about Martin Luther King Jr. And I'm like, what "Oh the my god, I, fuck are we talking I said, about? I like in my head, I was like, is that the only black person they know? Like, what yeah. the fuck kind of opera would that be? <laughs> yeah. Like the fuck? When that's brought up, Selma Blair has some really corny line where she's like." What does she say? Like, oh, I love Dr. King, or Dr. King's my favorite, or something yeah, like that. I, yeah. Love Dr. King. Yes. She says it's so weird. It's like the fuck, the fuck. Like, don't sexually say that name. <laughs> no, please. we have to sexualize Dr. Well, King. Well, it, right it just it really lets you know this woman, this this girl doesn't know what sex is at all. So she's just like throwing sex on anything. Yeah, that's she true. throws sex on anything, and that's why Catherine has Sebastian sort of uh, get involved. Oh, with yes. her right. And oh. go down on her mm-hmm. which happens i feel like before the the old folks yes. home yeah because, i believe yeah you're cause, right because there's like a weird moment where he's like stroking the tennis racket and licking his lips like <laughs> yes. to remind her what happened well he also oh. he gets her drunk he gives her a long island iced tea right. which is the yeah. last time i was blackout drunk i had three of those what? oh that'll do it and, dude. I'm, a, and I'm like a 36 year old fat guy you know what i mean <laughs> not, not a 13 year old girl and it, oh yeah, because she's got some line, and again, like this is all supposed to be like a joke. She's like, "Oh, this doesn't taste like iced tea," and he's like, "It's from Long Island." <laughs> oh, you're 14, and he gets <laughs> yeah, he coerces her like, "Now you got to 
promise to let me kiss you. It's and then it's just like, no, 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 I don't want to kiss you there. I want no. to kiss you oh. down there. You're not gonna break a promise, are you? Like that's one of the things. <laughs> exactly. He says. Oh. It's like it, this scene reads so weird, and like it's supposed to be again because Salvo Blair's older than Ryan Phillippe. It doesn't look that weird, but it reads really weird. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yes, those horrible things happen. <laughs> but that's, and that's the thing too is he has to taunt her afterwards. It's like one thing yeah. to like do that. And he's like, he, yeah, the tennis racket's uncomfortable. But she's she is. she is such an infant. Yeah, she doesn't know that she had an orgasm. She has to get confirmation. Oh, oh right, with Sarah, Sarah Michelle, Michelle tells her like, oh, that's what was that's what that feeling was. Yeah, because she describes it and she's like, oh, it was like an explosion, and it's like, oh God, are we? <laughs> I'm like, am I really here? Is this really happening? I'm genuinely surprised Sarah Michelle Gellar didn't have to tell her that. Oh, that's your vagina. <laughs> that's a vagi- the, the thing between right, that's yeah. a vagina. And what's that? Was that on the Brady Bunch? <laughs> yes, that was. Yes, that Marsha was. also did that episode. Cut to uh, Mr. Cumble's office. Like, yeah, this is how girls talk. Yeah, yeah this is. Click, 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 click. This checks out. Yeah, never talk to an actual female human being. <laughs> never. Uh, yeah, so they they go to Long Island. It's like they're having sort of a lunch date, and he's trying to do something here. This is where Louise Fletcher's yeah. like. I, I think she says I have concert tickets, which is hilarious because yeah. I just pictured her going to like a Springsteen show. They've already had the pool scene, which is not famous, but it's a pool scene. They, this is when you yeah. see Philippi's ass, and mm. oh yeah, this is where it's supposedly. Yeah. supposedly. I hashtag fake ass, <laughs> dude. Th- this conspiracy goes all the way to the top, man. Assgate. all the way to the cheek. <laughs> I mean, like, you see this guy from behind. It's like fucking Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, like, th- there's some, like, flirtation, but, like, she very pointedly pulls away from She's like, you're not a good guy. I'm like, well, I am a good guy because I'm going to go fuck around with old people for a little while. <laughs> love Fool. They play Love Fool. Yeah. They go from, like, Nazi music to, like, Love Fool. <laughs> Nazi music? Like, it's, like, grand, like, uh, orchestration music. Oh, you mean you, opera. Yes. Oh, is it opera? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what you're talking about opera. is opera. Yeah, opera. <laughs> Got it. Uh, so, yeah, it's like he's pretending that he loves old people. Yeah. Which, come on, that's a lie. If anybody tells you that, I mean, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> but they're volunteering. And, like, he gets stuck with this, you know, one woman he's assigned to this woman. And he tries to, like, go with Reese Witherspoon. And the orderly's like, that's not how this works. Like, yeah. you go and spend time with another person. And he's, like, treating this woman like garbage. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, again, supposed to be funny because he's, like, saying stuff and she's hard of hearing. So he's like, I fucked your daughter last night. She's like, excuse me. It's sad because he says to her, like, oh, we played like three games of backgammon. Yeah. Oh, yes. she's like, oh, we played three games of backgammon. And he's like, yeah, and you won each time. And she's like, oh, my. I did? I don't remember that. Well, it must be my feeble brain. I'm like, oh, this poor little old lady serves a nice person visiting her. Not this douche novel. Definitely. I I don't trust him with this old lady. That's the one thing he hasn't checked off yet is elder abuse. Oh, my God. Oh, granny shaggers. Look out. (laughs) Granny shaggers. Hey, Steve, did they ever put a second season of Age Gap Love on Netflix? They have not. That's a damn shame. But 
there is a show on Wii TV called Extreme Love where they talk about Granny Shaggers occasionally. It's like a, what, what, they dip into but all they're sorts like of faster when they do it or something. <laughs> no, no, What's it's just extreme like a, about it. It's a anthology show, so they're talking about a bunch of different, different fetishes. And okay, stuff. it's the same British lady narrating it. It's right. like. So what else did they get into, dude? Uh, Furry talk. There was clown sex coming up. Stop it. Joker play. (laughs) Oh, you know that exists, dude. (laughs) A lot of balloon popping. Balloon popping happens. Yes. Hot. (laughs) Man, fucking a balloon animal. It's the only way you can do it legally. Ew. What? (laughs) Thank you. Ew, indeed. It's a so, podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like how that's always your excuse. It's a podcast or it's Patreon, although this you guys no. should be Patreon supporters. I am. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. And I love all the content oh. there. Thank you. Yeah, we are dirtier there. So more of that on Patreon. Are you, though? Are we yeah. dirty? No. I don't know, man. It seems like you're doing just fine here on the old public feed. <laughs> We get some Fat Boy Slim coming up right Praise here. Praise you like a So this is like at the 50-minute mark of a 97-minute movie. At this point, I should be starting to move towards a I kind of like Ryan Philippe. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. if for this arc to work in any serious way. Absolutely. And he is just berating this old lovely lady, and then Reese Witherspoon falls for him in this roadster. Yeah. yeah, she starts making funny faces to make him laugh. Oh, right. And that's, you know, if you make a man laugh, that's mm-hmm. the way to his heart. Oh, my God. That's what Marriage Story told. <laughs> <laughs> it is much more dangerous to share a laugh with someone than to have intercourse, is what I understand. Yeah, see, I don't really agree with that. <laughs> also, she's mocking Ryan Phillippe here because she's using her face, and he can't do that at all. No. Yeah, she's like, she's like, look at my eyebrows could go this way and that. Look at how I change the dynamic of my eyes. So it seems like I'm sad one moment and happy the next. How dare you? He like falls off the road. <laughs> this is called a bitch. smile. <laughs> Come on, Sebastian, do it. His head just explodes. And so at the, and then he then him and Catherine kind of have like a confrontation. Yes. And that's when he said, like, she made me laugh. And I was like, reminds me of that marriage story line. <laughs> it really does. It's very similar. I'm just picturing Noah Baumbach like with his laptop and he's like taking a break from writing and cool intentions is on. He's like, say. Mm. <laughs> well, that's a part of the marriage story that people don't talk about a lot is that uh, Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver are step siblings. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, that we did forget about that. Part. Just got fucking hotter. <laughs> that movie just got so hot. <laughs> Meanwhile, this is taking place in Sebastian's office. What is oh, this God, room? Right. He's got like a phone in there, a big fucking desk where he writes his journal. And it's like, is this your dad's office that you like kind of dip yeah. into when he's out of town? Or is it like your office? I feel like it's his dad's office. Okay. He's, yeah, he's playing, you know, he's like Millhouse. Like, I'm calling daddy on the big people phone. <laughs> but daddy's out of town. I do daddy's business. <laughs> but this is when she. Hello, wants- stock market? <laughs> It's like the Flintstones phone. Yabba dabba do. I like talking to you. Sell, sell, sell. You got it. Yabba dabba do. You're the best, buddy. I. This is when she try. Uh, Reese Witherspoon tries to have sex with him, mm. and he won't do it because he's like, I such can't. A, such I'm a good guy. Such a fucking good guy. Oh, but first he's doing some weird reverse psychology. Yes. Like I'm. I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to go to like the south of France or some oh, shit. Oh, right, right. And like, you know, you enjoy your life. Like, just know that 
you're giving up on love and like you're gonna look back at and like realize that's what you did <laughs> he calls her a hypocrite yeah he yeah. calls her a fucking hypocrite you're a hypocrite because you turned your back on love you fucking remember that I'm fucking 16 and I've known you for three minutes. I'll get over it. Yeah, yeah. like haven't they only been hanging out for like a few days? Yes. It was like the initial meeting and then the old folks home. And it's then now this talking scene. Talking about a long weekend here. People. And it's been <laughs> 60 hours since you deflowered a child. Get the fuck out of here anyway. <laughs> fucking gross ass motherfucker. His nasty ass. I think he he's no he spent like just as much time with that orderly from the old folks yes. home, mm -hmm. whose real only line is "You go on with your bad self." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, sure, okay, thank you. But yeah, so then she, uh, she he rejects her, which gets her even more horny for him, mm -hmm. and then classic negging, right? Classic, oh, yeah. that's a classic yeah. neg, right? <laughs> Um, and then they, then they, well, it's a classic thing. I guess, it is. Yeah. It I, is I was trying to, this is, this is part of his strategy. This is his home stretch strategy. What was that dude's name? Mysterio? What? Oh, <laughs> the, uh, no, no, Angelica, have you ever seen this show? It was on VH1, right? And it was mystery. Oh, yeah, it, it was, was a mystery. pickup artist. The thing? pickup artist. Did you show. see this? Yes, I did watch a lot of that show because I used to watch a lot of VH1 reality shows. Oh, right. Ooh, yeah, because of, of like love. flavor of love, yes. rock of love. Like I used to be so fucking into that shit. I love trash. <laughs> I I mix up that show with those Fox specials where the magicians were telling how to do the tricks. Because wasn't that dude also wearing a mask or something? Uh, he had a big furry hat. Yeah, a big furry uh -oh. hat and tend to have like, I don't know, like Matrix wear. Right. Like, oh, was... those damn dusters again. Yeah, Sex criminals dusters. reveal their secrets. <laughs> When he tells Sarah Michelle what happened, yeah. she's got a great line here. That This is one of those, like, she just cannot pull off this line. You had the chance to fuck her and you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it just lands so flat. DOA, that fucking line. Oh, she's also fucking Ronald at this point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. That's right, because, like... um. Uh, Ryan Philly comes home one day with some flowers and some shit and like his ass is like hearing some moaning coming yes. from Sarah Michelle's room yeah. and then he comes in and like no one's there and then she's just like on the bed in a little slip like, <laughs> oh I'm just I'm just here I was just like moaning because that's just what I do during the day <laughs> and then he like opens a drawer under her bed and it's wrong <laughs> just like in this drawer nice it's also great because like he knows like the score when he goes up to the door and he kind of has a like <laughs> clever girl. <laughs> yes. Here we go. This is our game. Now we're gonna open the That's, door. This is the house we live in. I just walk <laughs> into my step stepsister's room whenever she's fucking. Even though there's thirty rooms in this yes, house. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Well, that's just that's her fucking room. It's not actually her bedroom. Oh, I see. That's the designated fuck space. I the... too have a fucking room. Yeah. <laughs> it has cobwebs in it because I haven't been fucked in a while. <laughs> so she like is not buying, you yes. know, his I'm in love story. And like, um, then he does have sex with her, right? Then like immediately thereafter, it's like, yeah. we're not going to do it. Then we do do it. Yes, this yeah. is the colorblind montage. Oh, that's right. He picks her up at Penn Station, which is Coffee, one of those. black and egg white. Are you sure it wasn't Port Authority? It might have been Port Authority. I think it's Port Authority. Oh, Even man. The most romantic <laughs> place in New York. Oh, because she's, she's going to skip town yeah. is the yeah. idea. Yeah. And he shows up. Yeah. Yeah. No, first of all, there's no way it's the fucking Port Authority because rich train. people don't take the bus. 
I think they say bus though. I think I, it's, really? I don't I think, think they, it's train. Yeah, I, th- I it's one of those. But there's like a moment I got to bring up where like Ryan Phillippe, like after the whole like oh he he turns her down, realizing he can't do it, where he like closes the door and he's like looking in the mirror and he's like get it together you pussy and oh, it's yes. just like what like, the fuck is this movie like who wrote this shit you are Sebastian now do sex crimes do <laughs> them you sexual terrorist keep it up buddy uh, yeah so then they yeah he picks her up at at Port Authority or someplace they start like making out of the platform and then they go mm. into a bedroom and they have sex and like he's feeling great and then uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's like Here's your prize, which is like this. It's it is very chilling the way she uh-huh. presents herself. Like I don't have sex with you either, you weird ghoul. Like you know what I mean. Like it's not, there's a weird way. To, there's a better way to do that. Sean Patrick Thomas actually has the line that sums up this entire film, this entire situation perfectly. Because in that scene where he's hiding in the drawer yeah. and like he's gonna get out of there because it's getting really uncomfortable, he goes, "There's some fucked up shit in this house." And I was like, "Yeah, dude, absolutely." These white people crazy. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to have sex with you. And she gets really like, you know, homicidal here about like, you know, being rejected, yeah. which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where the Marsha Brady line happens. Yes. I, I yeah, don't want to kill yeah. myself. She's calling him a loser. Yeah. She says a lot of like, you know, there is it that where I don't know if the Marsha Brady lines earlier, but she says like. God forbid I exude confidence and enjoy sex. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, girl, like. You just got your fucking learner's permit last summer. What are we talking about? Sex, like, sex learner's permit? You're a child. Please stop talking <laughs> about sex. Yeah, exactly. Well, again, if she was 25, that line would have some power. But she's fucking 15. Or 25, whatever. or if this was a fucking Blythe Danner movie now. Because <laughs> I feel like Blythe Danner is in like this slew of movies where it's just like, it's okay for old people to fuck. Like if she was doing one of those, like again, that line is in all of we, those movies. And we fucked three times, and I won each time. <laughs> that is sex winning. But yeah, just for her to be like this seventeen-year-old girl, like yeah. it's okay for me to enjoy you're, sex. What are you talking about? White like, teenagers talk about in nineteen ninety-eight. Mm-hmm. Talk about Mouse Hunt and Modest Mouse, <laughs> and that's it. I don't want to hear this shit. I don't know. I wasn't like maybe this is just me because I wasn't having sex in high school. It took. I, I'm a late bloomer. Ditto. Oh yeah. I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Hot Topic a lot. I was kind of a metalhead asshole. Like, nice. Yeah. No. <laughs> I just mean I also spent a lot of time in Hot Topic. Man, being I, angry. I. I okay. buying t-shirts. <laughs> I'm also gonna admit something. Like I saw some Birds of Prey stuff at Hot Topic, and I was like. Maybe. And I was like, no, I'm like, don't do it. You're 30. I got you that like trade. You have like a, a, two angels on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And they're both Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I got that trade coming up next Tuesday and I am ready to attend. Yeah, I'm going to a press screening for it tomorrow. And oh, I'm nice. like... I'm actually hyped for this little Birds of Prey movie. We'll see. It was kind of fun. I mean, I think she's really fun as that character. She's the best part of that dumb movie. That oh, they, God, yeah, they yeah. took the best part of that shitty, shitty movie. Yeah, shitty, and gave it its own movie. Remember Captain Boomerang? Yeah. Oh yeah, that? I remember all five minutes of that guy. Noted Australian potato. Jai <laughs> Courtney. Jai Courtney. That's his name. So this is when she's like, "You're <laughs> gonna ruin your reputation as the coolest guy in school." Zach. If more. Is. 
And I'm like, what? First Who gives of all, this- a fuck? You're graduating, aren't you? Yes. A, you're graduating. And B, this guy's the coolest guy in school. This fucking weird pervert. He's <laughs> such a pervert. Like, he looks like the... He acts like the kind of dude who'd just be like sort of jacking off next to you on the metro. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> It'd be cool if they like cut to school scenes and no one gives a fuck about either of these oh people. Oh my God. They like, <laughs> like or they hate head. them. Yeah. They're just fucking nightmare people. And be like, can't sit here. <laughs> be like, Catherine, that fucking cunt. <laughs> Hey, uh, Philippi, you jerking off or what? This guy's a sex pervert, I'm telling <laughs> yeah, you. It's like Forrest Gump, Chris. Someone starts hucking rocks at his head. <laughs> that makes so much more sense. Dude, can you believe it? That fucking Sebastian, he was shitty to the Gregster. <gasps> oh, my God. Is Greg okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Gregster. <laughs> but, yeah, like he's, and he's like, oh, no, my, my, my perfect reputation. I have to, like, now break up with her to be cool still? Question mark why? in the most dramatic scene possible and like i just gotta say it was really funny to me watching like sarah michelle like freak out after he turns her down and like say but i want to fuck yes yes <laughs> yeah and i'm just like wait does that work is that what i should have should I be <laughs> just get in a room and scream it see oh, what happens it's, always, it's always demanded that's the best part but she's more like but i would like to fuck yeah that is the way i would like to fuck so you gotta do it. Sexually aggressive character. You have I would to like do to it like Dennis Hopper in Blue Velvet. I would like Daddy to fuck. Daddy, what the fuck? I would like to fuck. It is weird. She does say it very strangely. Yes, exactly. It's like, have you ever fucked? Like <laughs> exactly. Like I would like to fuck. <laughs> Jeeves, bring me a fuck. <laughs> uh, the uh, fuck you ordered is your mother. Mm, thank you. And he breaks up with her, and it's a really, yes, it is an overly dramatic scene. Apparently, it was so retching for uh, Ryan Phillippe to perform this scene Ugh. that he threw up afterwards. Mm. <laughs> just like me watching it. <laughs> Wait, I don't even have a response to that. That's just really fucking funny. Like, <laughs> just picturing shut the fuck up. Just him retching. Fucking, you should be stretching yourself on cruel intentions. Also, like... Bitch, I saw that scene. You weren't stretching yourself. Shut the fuck up. The fuck you talk about, Ryan Phillippe? Bitch, I could act better than that, and I'm a terrible actor. It's either that or the bad clams he had for lunch. He's not sure which, if he acted so hard or it was a bad clam. It was either my craft or craft services. Uh, but either way, I vomited on the Certainly did. Uh, that director Cumble, he said he want Clams Casino uh, for uh, craft services Ryan, tomorrow. Ryan, use it. Use it. Vomit on her. <laughs> It'll work for someone. Help her. Um, <laughs> and so this is sort of like the end of the movie where he's like, he wants to get her back because then he, he goes back to Sarah Michelle Gellar. like, now let's fuck. She's like, I don't fuck losers. Losers. <laughs> Even though I want to fuck. <laughs> I would like to fuck, but not fuck losers. I want to fuck. Well, she says, Lucy. right, like, oh, I, I just lied to you about yes. it. I made you break up with her just to fuck with you. Because you were yeah. just a toy, Sebastian. Silly rabbit. Yeah. It's like fucking snappy screenplay. Yeah, oh, she makes a tricks some... reference? Yeah, yeah, she does. Ooh. And they she they have some champagne. And when she drinks it, she's like, tastes good. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that, like, response. I was just like... Like, who does that? That's not a human being's response. Like, what the fuck is this? Also, that's not how a 17-year-old procures alcohol and consumes it in any kind of classy way. It's like, 
whatever we can fucking sneak from dad's liquor cabinet. Exactly. And, you know, go like chug it irresponsibly in a locked room or something. They're like toasting with crystal. They should just be aliens at the end of this. That would be all great. Yeah. Twist. Uh, yeah, no they rip their skin off yeah. and it's just like fucking lizard people <laughs> or some goop, shit. Just goop and stuff. It's species all over again. <laughs> yeah. Nope. It would not... make way more sense for the way they're talking, yes. honestly. Yeah. They, because they speak and like fucking Kang and Kodos. You know the aliens are putting people down here to have the fuck so they know what's going on sure. for biology classes in outer space. Note on that, Ryan Philippe has a just random bowl of maraschino cherries next to his oh, bed. Oh, oh my god, yep. yeah. Yep. That's, that, that, no. It's got, I, it's got a big label. It's what we like to eat. Unless you've got one of those giant Rick Dalton uh, fucking whiskey sour mixers, <laughs> you do not have a bowl it, of those. It's a big bowl of cherries with a big word that says symbolism on it. Oh, but like, that's get a bowl of actual cherries, yes. not cocktail accoutrement. It's in, I like gasped when I saw that because like Selma Blair takes one and is like um, wow, and it's Sarah Michelle Geller does at one point like everybody's eating them. See, the thing it's is, ridiculous. regular cherries aren't wet enough. Yeah, they don't got the syrup on it. Yeah, they're not dripping. <laughs> they're ain't hot. Yeah, these cherries are asking. Never <laughs> stop ruining maraschino cherries for me. <laughs> they are delicious loves, accessories to all sorts of cocktails. I love. He loves Shirley Temples. Leave him alone. <laughs> Shirley Temples, Manhattan. So he whiskey gives sours. her step this, up to the Luxardos. I buy him, dude. He gives her his leather-bound journal. Or he gives it to her mother. Yeah, because he's been calling her, right? Yes. And, like, harassing her after this whole breakup thing. I can't believe he's using the fucking phone. And he, like, shows up at, like, when the mother is having a party. Yeah. And Reese Witherspoon oh, overhears my. it. And, yeah, he gives her... The, we haven't talked Annette! too much. <laughs> Annette! <laughs> we haven't talked too much about this journal, but, like... I'm sorry. If you're like committing all these heinous crimes, why are you documenting yes, it so yes, seriously? Exactly. That makes no and sense. Why because it... he wants to get caught. And, but and at the end of the movie, it quote unquote vindicates him in some way. Yeah. Fuck this. And also, it's got well, the... it's his burn book. It's dead at that point. Yeah. It's one thing to have a journal. It's another thing to have a collage journal. This is a bit stupid. with doodles, yeah. and it's all clearly just something made by the props department. I hate stuff like this in movies. <sighs> when like, they showed make it, it look shitty. I when they showed it, I paused it and I started to try to read it. Mm -hmm. And for uh, Sarah Michelle Geller's entry in this, it was like. Uh, they were saying stuff like, uh, like, oh, she just uses all religions to her advantage, but she doesn't actually believe in any. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's one of the things that yeah. it says. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. We should talk about her again. Very vampiric. This cross that she has. A, you can't give Sarah Michelle Gellar a cross to wear in a movie. No. Nope. Because I'm like, is that Buffy? What's going on? Um, <laughs> I'm like, Buffy dyed her hair, and she's like in L.A. again. Oh my god, girl! I feel you. Like, just escape, man. The Hellmouth is some shit. I will say, uh, props to Sarah Michelle Gellar for acting. I cannot watch the body without crying. It's I can't just, either. Yeah, it just you just can't do it. It's, it's an excellent piece of television. It is. It's the best thing Joss Whedon has ever done, and he will never top it yep. because he has devolved as a creator, and he just gets worse and worse. The body. Uh, it's an episode Jesse, of Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> yes. yes, actually, yeah, he appeared in that episode. Yeah, I a did a guest spot on on Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> I was Doctor Love on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's I play, I play her gym teacher who dies, and she has to come to terms with the death of me, her gym teacher. Yup, I was also cut out of Cool Intentions. I played the horny gym teacher. <laughs> Oh, he would call it cool intentions. 
it was pretty cool until I got cut. <laughs> Angelica, quick Buffy-related question. Shoot. How do you feel about, discounting the first season, how do you feel about Angel? Very complicated feelings about Angel. Mm. I feel like Angel is a fascinating show, but it's like, its issues with race are just as glaring as Buffy's issues with race. Mm -hmm. Even though it has a black character, please do not, don't. <laughs> just to, Oh, you weren't all in on Gun? Gun, and he's like, from the streets, and I'm killing vampires. <laughs> yeah. And then his end is like, the way his story ends yeah. is really fucked up. Angel like has some like when Angel was good it was really good but when it was bad it was bad on levels that's just like I can't believe people get paid for this. Yeah. Yes. Levels. Agree. Yeah. But I watch I rewatch Buffy more cuz Buffy mm -hmm. means just means more to me and it's highs like I don't know it's part of it is nostalgia I'll admit that. Yeah. But I also think it it does some really fascinating things with television as a medium and again Joss Whedon you're never going to get better than that. Nope. <laughs> You're not a movie director, sorry. Pat. Oh God, you're not. That much ado about nothing thing of his. It was like on an iPhone. Like <gasps> Dude, it, it looked like garbage. That fucking movie is a disgrace. <laughs> Damn. It's just, because it's just like here's these fucking rich people. Yeah. That are all friends in real life. Let's hang out at my house and just make this thing. I don't know. Oh, what's that? It's theatrically released and is everywhere now. Well, what a fucking achievement. That sounds like cruel intentions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're gonna do that, like, hi, I'm just like you know, famous and like I have famous friends. Do like a weird low budget horror movie. Do yes. something fun. Yep. Like, don't do that. Pretentious like, Shakespeare thing that you don't you don't even <laughs> understand anyway. First. Exactly. Joss Whedon. Come Come on, boo. I know you. <laughs> I've seen season seven of Buffy. I know your limit. <laughs> uh, but uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar has this cross that has cocaine in it at all times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cocaine dude. cross? Cocaine cross. It was I the like name that. of my solo album. Cross uh, cane. And <laughs> cross cane. So, like, she uh, she sicks Ronald on him. She's like, you know, by the way, uh, Ronald, he hit me, which is not in the movie. And I don't know if it's supposed to be. It's, no, it's a total it's a lie. lie. It's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's a liar. Steve, she's, she's a liar. A bit manipulative. She's a, yeah, she's one lying motherfucker. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, he hit me and he also uh, had sex with your girlfriend, uh, Cecile. And he's like, <gasps> and he rushes after him. And this is after Philippi gives uh, her the journal. This is the end of the movie. And she, uh, Annette, by the way, the least sexy name of all time, Annette. I, I kept thinking like, who, what? What is this name? Like, this doesn't seem to fit a 1999 high schooler. No, I mean, no. Sebastian's kind of weird, too. Yes, it yeah. is. They're all kind of weird. Is Sebastian a holdover from Dangerous Liaisons? It is. I don't know about Annette, though. I mean, it's all their titles, though. It's never, I don't think you even hear their names. It's, really? like, it's like the, like the Count of, do something. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Uh -huh. uh, is he Count Valmont, then? Yeah, he's yes. the Count Valmont. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, but, like, honestly, you name your kid Sebastian, you're turning them into a sex criminal. It's very true. <laughs> even the Crab from Little Mermaid. Very oh, true. yeah. Sex I've criminal. seen him do something. That right. guy was a horny crustacean, man. Mm -hmm. We apologize to anyone listening named Sebastian. Apologize <laughs> to Dr. Gorka, who, who we know <laughs> as... Oh, man. Fuck that he's, And he's quite on the level. But, um, so, like, Annette is rushing down to, like, apologize or, like, reconcile with him. He's walking along Central Park, 
and Ronald confronts him, and they get into a fight. This is hilarious. Just right in the middle of like Park Drive. I would just yeah. There's, there's like cars whizzing by them. There's bikes on the other end. Like I'm gonna fight you. Let's get into the park and do that. Yeah. It's also a weird thing where like when Reese Witherspoon leaves her super mansion, mm-hmm. she's just kind of like wandering around. Like it's really like the spatial relationship between the three characters yes. makes no fucking sense, and the fact that they wind up. All converging yeah. in the largest park in the city. Like, make it what a are small we doing? town. Make it a summer in the country. Sure. Mm-hmm. If we're in Westchester, like the whole time yeah. or whatever. So they fight for a bit, and then Annette tries to break them up. And I think Ronald accidentally pushes her into the street. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sebastian jumps in front of a cab, and he goes up, dude. Oh yeah, he gets some height. This cab, <laughs> it ta- like when I. I haven't seen this movie since it like came out, yeah. and I was just like, "Wait, no, <laughs> well, he's not dead." He sees him and he honks, but he's like, then, I'm, "I'm not gonna stop doing yes, that." And then it keeps coming. Yeah, it's it's like that scene in Austin Powers yeah. where the steamrollers coming or whatever, and it's just like, "No," but I won't get out of the way. He gets hit, and then he dies. Yes. I, I have to say, I remembered this completely differently. Oh, really? And this this was like the testament to I have not seen this movie in a long ass time. I remembered him getting hit by a car ish, like in front of the church where like the funeral is. Like I thought that whole thing was like the end of the movie for okay. some reason. Oh. And I also had this big, totally fake, obviously, incorrect memory of Sarah Michelle was the one driving the car. <laughs> Like it was the so fucking Great better. Gatsby or something. Like, oh I my just, god, yes. It would make a way better ending. You are also the Wicked Witch of the East fucking music came in when she did it. <laughs> yes, that was playing <laughs> in my head. <laughs> so th- this fucking baby dies. And yeah. He thinks he had a full life because he had a bunch of sex. I guess. So. Well, he, he says, I love you to Annette, and Annette says, I love you. Oh, that's oh, and if I'm Ronald, I'm getting the fuck out of dude, town. Dude, that is the deleted scene of Ronald running from the police because yeah. that's like, it's never addressed. Like, what happened here? We just like cut to this funeral. Mm-hmm. But like, come on. Like, that character is completely out of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I, yeah. My black ass would have been gone. <laughs> now I'm just jogging in Central Park. <laughs> I have nothing to do with that. I don't know who they are. Uh, Annette didn't know his name. He's just a guy. So yeah, just some Oh, dude. that's right. They never cross paths. Mm-hmm. Again, that's why they should have had some like big party scenes so people could know each other. Also, like big party scenes in like high school movies are so much fun. Like, yeah, totally. I never went to parties in high school, but it helped me imagine. <laughs> Well, it's like, you know, American Pie the same year. Ryan Phillippe could be ejaculating into a solo cup. There's a lot of gags there. Exactly. (laughs) I was a perennially unsexy teen. So, yeah, I also tried to envision what that was like going to parties. I went to one party once and there was a bunch of adults there, like drinking with children. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not going back to this. The cool parent parties were always the worst. It was like. You kids can drink down in the basement. Just don't Ooh. drive. We'll be up here also drinking. This was not a cool parent party, my friend. These were just dudes hanging around town. Oh, oh, oh yeah. no, that's, that's worse. Yes, you were in the society. I wish it was that wealthy, Chris. <laughs> Eric walked in on the shunting. Imagine the shunting in a barn. Ugh. Oh, it was a barn party? <laughs> no, it was just a house. Be just as <laughs> but it's not it was a house. There were some cows in it, but it was a house. There was some cow play. It was paved floor. A lot of people got milked <laughs> that day. Noise. Uh, yeah, but no, so I wasn't a party yeah. guy. Yeah. So this is when Sarah Michelle Geller is going to give her eulogy at the school. And we're finally at fucking high school. Mm-hmm. Thank 
minute 91 <laughs> we're at the high school and uh she runs into reese witherspoon in the bathroom best scene of the movie yeah it's like they're kind of she like each one knows about the other but won't say it kind of a thing i've been there where you know a woman and you're in the bathroom and like i know you because like you like fuck some dude i know <laughs> reputations yeah all the time. Did I you don't have cruel give a... intentions towards that woman, do you think? Or not so much? Oh, totally. I have cruel <laughs> intentions towards. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, boy. Watch out. <laughs> See, dudes don't talk in the bathroom. No. I mean, it's a bad enough experience in there as it is, but if you're a dude talk, like trying to talk to another guy in the bathroom, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I am in here to use the restroom and leave. At my old office. They were bathroom talkers. Just oh, chatterboxes in the can? time. Yeah, I had to stop using urinals. Oh wow! I'm sorry. Yeah. No, well now I urine at home. Oh, you know so what? Same. No, I urine at home. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna let that go, but thank you for making the right decision. Is it supposed to be urinate? Is yeah, that- yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be, but. But you we know, got it. That's yeah, exactly. It's all language is, you know, yeah. like you guys know language. Sure. I like I see and read in like hieroglyphics. Got I it. See. <laughs> so it comes out a little like. I'm saying, you know, bird symbol. <laughs> symbol? Yeah. Box. I can't even say symbol. Circle. Uh, Circle ad- with line in it. <laughs> your advance apologies to ancient Egypt. <laughs> so she's Question about the, the Coke cross. Sure. Because mm. she's she's taking a yeah. bump at the start of this scene. And you're like, wow, Coke cross. I recall seeing the cross at the beginning of the movie because she pulls it out in front yeah. of Christine Baranski and has some bullshit line of like, you know, oh, when I'm lost, I yeah. just look at this kind of thing. Do we know prior to the bathroom scene that yes. there's coke in it? Oh, she yeah. does it earlier. In the does movie. she? Okay. Yeah. I Baranski... think I was lighting up at that point. I, I missed that. When Baranski leaves, she takes a... Oh, right there in that scene? Mm-hmm. Oh, if you better look out there. She's got a coke cross. <laughs> uh, yep. Confiscated a lot of these being a gym teacher. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Cumbo, you better not give me the, the coke cross. <laughs> I had some troubles back in the day. Dude, he's called <laughs> the director <laughs> Cumbo? Is that what he's <laughs> Yeah, come boy, let's go again. No, it's come I'm, I'm going to need another take, come boy. Well, this scene is a sticky situation. Oh, yeah, God. you cast me, motherfucker. You're stuck with it. We're, Call- cu- we're cutting him. He's calling me come boy. We're cutting <laughs> him from the film. He's calling me come boy. You know what? This movie doesn't need a gym teacher. It's sexy enough without a gym teacher. Just call action, come boy. <laughs> I don't got all day. Oh, do you want me to give you some respect? Call you cumble? <laughs> cumble soup? Mm-mm, good. Reggie, like that uh, that uh, Harrison Ford in that fugitive movie, Richard Cumble. <laughs> <laughs> Only I did kill my wife. <laughs> no, he didn't. So, so they have this scene. She's gonna give this eulogy. She's giving the eulogy, and as she is, the verve uh, is picking up there oh, yeah. with bittersweet the, symphony. Yes. Ooh, cementing. This soundtrack's legacy, man. Great tune. And um, everyone is walking out on the eulogy, and she gets all upset at the, 12, the end of 12 Angry Men for four seconds. <laughs> Boy, you do not realize it until it happens, but there are fewer things funnier than a funeral walkout. <laughs> I was hee-haw slapping my knee laughing at this. It is true to be like, I mean, I understand like she should be like the last person giving his eulogy, but is still his eulogy. Maybe wait till after? Yeah, yeah, you can spread the gossip a little bit after. Yeah, I think so. Is this like a school-related, just like memorial service, or is the coffin there? I don't know if the... I can't recall. There's the photo, like the picture of him. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't remember seeing a coffin. Okay, yeah, well, because it's because the movie starts with like that weird helicopter shot over the the big uh, yeah. cemetery in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, yeah. I'm sorry, you'd think it'd be a celebration that he's dead <laughs> yes. at this school. Woo! It's like a fucking They're going crazy. Yeah. It's the end of Return of the Jedi. Everybody's fucking partying. These fucking sex criminals in the ground. Reese Witherspoon gets a medal. We have we have deactivated all of his websites, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Da Yep, no. Thirty years later, the dead speak. <laughs> Ryan Villavi is on another planet and he somehow made this huge army yeah. or Vicious. whatever. Someone gave a shit about him. Uh, yeah. The only time to give a shit about him is him playing the straight man in MacGruber. Yeah. I've oh, never man. seen MacGruber. Oh, oh, God. It's fun. It's super fun. It's so Roll good. yourself a decent sized number mm. and just slip into the warm bath that is MacGruber. I can do that. So, I mean, it's dumb as fuck but like in the best way possible because it knows it's dumb as fuck mm -hmm. it's a total classic nice. we're getting that television show is that what you're telling me the uh, other yeah. day yeah supposedly on uh, NBC, obviously whatever a streaming service peacock <sighs> peacock <yeah>. seriously <gasps> yeah. not, not enough for me you got to up the ante i'm not i'm not getting there like yeah. picard got me like yes twilight zone discovery like got me into cbs all access but now picard's like got me sticking yeah, yeah. Uh, as much as i love the mcgruber film nah. the television and like who's coming back is Kristen wig there i mean no i think it's just forte it's just forte yeah. I, I have no idea what's Kristen wig doing come on she's gonna be in the wonder woman yeah, movie as cheetah. cheetah oh that's right I'm, i saw that trailer i'm curious i'm so i'm so into that trailer curious about how they're gonna pull off cheetah yeah. like i'm a huge Ch chester yes yes <laughs> It's, I'm the Cheetos guy, right? <laughs> yes, he's the Cheetos guy. Cheetos guy. I haven't had Cheetos in so long. Well, I'm hungry. Have that with MacGruber. It's a perfect pairing. But I'm so curious about that movie. Yeah. I really, I, I hope for the best because I'm like a big Wonder Woman fan. I uh -huh. love Cheetah. There's some good stuff about the first movie. There's some not good. Danny Houston. Um, yeah. That yeah. Movie. but i'm curious it looks yeah. fun it does look fun i'm curious yeah because it's either gonna be a cgi mo monster fest i heard it's a lot of practical effects with cheetah actually. okay i'm into so that that's pretty cool that and, would be smart and that's uh, i i know nothing about wonder woman cheetah's a villain yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. selma blair is handing out the journal at this mm -hmm. point and right. she's like and everyone's extra, extra. Everyone's reading it and immediately understanding the context and immediately understanding that she's bad. The like the looks that they're giving of like jaw dropping. Oh like, they the need fuck. better extras. There's these, these three pale yes, white yes, people. Oh, oh, yes. Yes. These like Irish kids out of nowhere. <laughs> and they're oh just God. like, oh no, you didn't do it, did you? <laughs> I would have loved it if it was like a 25 minute still shot of them like reading all the way through and then like last page. <gasps> Oh my God, Sarah Michelle Geller! I feel like in real life, like she would have gotten over this little issue. Yes, like I feel like it's actually not that big of a comeuppance. Yeah, really. not at all. No, totally. I mean, by Thanksgiving break, like and, it'll have passed. And even the, the 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 dean or whatever finds her cocaine cross because it's in the journal. It's like Missy, but I mean, it's like a gram, and it's like a rich high school. She'll be fine. No, like, she'll be suspension. Fine. I read the Wikipedia. For the the plot description of the film, where someone oh, who yes. wrote on Wikipedia added their kind of their own thing. Ooh, I, lo I love when <laughs> okay. Wikipedia takes their own spin on things. So, and then it's hinted at she gets ex expelled from school for po and possibly arrested for what? the death of Sebastian. Nope. There's due no... to due to 
Her lies that started the whole thing. It actually says, due to her lies that started the whole that's thing. That's not how that's it the pl- works. That's in the plot's description of But that's not what happened. No, not at all. I'm, unless, like, but the it's beginning. In the plot unless it's at the beginning of Cruel Intentions 2 that oh. they explain that all that happened. But I still don't give a shit because it's not there. No, it's not. And it's, not yeah. Either. And I mean, like, it. In Dangerous Liaisons duel that he gets killed in, that's how Oh, that's something. It would make more sense if Sebastian doesn't die either if he got expelled. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have these baby stakes anyway to add this death is just and who, like who, you know, getting hit by a car? Yeah. Yeah. In, in movies, I'm like, okay, so what he's gonna dust dust off in a second? Yeah. He's like I Russell Crowe at the end of LA Confidential. Um, I don't know. So like that's and that's the move. Oh no, actually the last shot is I don't know at what point did he die in the street. Did he make his will where he willed Reese Witherspoon the car? his Jaguar? He, he, he got the car, man. I don't know. I was asking the same question last night. Mm-hmm. No answers to be found. I think she stole it. Hold on he a second. We got to watch Cruel Intentions too. Mm. The Do plot we? of that mentions Sebastian Valmont as being alive. Well, no, it's a prequel. That much I know. Oh, it's a prequel? Yes. Oh, it's like them. Why call it two then? Because it's. Jesus, a... wait a second. So they're even younger and, and they're sexy Amy times? Adams is playing oh. the Sarah Michelle Geller role. Yeah. Ooh, how you doing, Netflix? It was a failed TV pilot or a couple of episodes that kind of mashed no. together as a movie oh, and they added nude scenes when they realized it was going to go direct oh, to DVD. Shit. Nice. Caligula. With, di- with different actors? Yeah, did they Caligula the situation? I think so. I don't think Amy Adams gets nuded or anything like that. And there was a it. canceled television series in October of 2015. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle is in. Yeah, don't. Whoa. I think the pilot is actually online somewhere because I've heard rumblings about how bad it is. Oh, I know what I'm doing when I get home. And I'm like such a Sarah Michelle Gellar fan. Like, I'm one of those people like, any day now, she's she's totally going to get back into acting. (laughs) She's she's totally going to do it. That's right. I mean, the promise of Buffy. I mean, come on, man. She, I was looking at it today. She's got some stuff coming up. I don't know what it is. I'm sure none of it's very good, but she's got a lot coming up. I hope, I mean, I keep hoping because I do think she's actually a good actress. Yeah. Yeah. There's stuff in Buffy that, like, I think a lot of Buffy is elevated by the chemistry of the cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big time. Um, I mean, because there was, there was parts of that show that, okay. woo! There was some fallow <laughs> times. Yeah, there really were, but I stuck it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, I never watched it live. It was all like on on a DVD watch, and I was able to just kind of like motor through. I've watched it. Wasn't it great. I watch, yeah, I watched it. In, in, I'm looking at you, the three or whatever they are, yeah. season six with all I those nerds. It the first time through, and I've also watched it like three times. Yes, like I I watched it. I did not miss an episode. Mm. I recorded it on VHS. I had like a Ooh. big like treasure trunk of like VHS tapes that my mom threw out. To like piss me off one time, oh, no. and I'm still very upset about it. And I think about those VHS tapes, like in some landfill somewhere. Mm-hmm, Buffy. <laughs> See, I did the same thing with Mantis. <laughs> You're a huge Mantis fan. You're a huge Mantis fan. All well, ten that's episodes one, that's of one Mantis. tape, dude. That is but one man, tape. Yeah, you put that maybe on for you, Rich Boy. Play. It was one tape. Like TV tape, like taping TV episodes. You get all yeah. those old commercials. I know. And it's yeah. Such a treasure trove. I know. I I <laughs> was at the University of Syracuse a few years ago and did like a a talk with the class, and they ended up asking me like, "Oh, what episode would you want to show and like talk about?" Since you like do TV criticism, I of course picked uh, a Deep Space. Ne- nine episode far beyond our stars and they had like the commercials oh, in between oh. it and it was so trippy because i was like man <laughs> the 90s <laughs> 
Which DS9 episode is that? Um, so it's the one that takes place in the 50s where he's like going back and like it's like season six. Yeah, I feel like I've, I haven't gotten that far in my watch yet, but yeah. I've heard of this episode. It's a real it deals with police brutality. Yeah. Um, he like uh, uh, Captain Cisco plays this uh, 1950s writer of science fiction who's coming up mm. with a story about Deep Space Nine. Oh, that's oh, pretty cool. cool. It's really cool. And then you get to see all the characters without their usual makeup. So it's really fun oh, seeing them like yeah. without their alien makeup. And it's a really moving, trenchant episode of Deep Space Nine. Arvin Shimmerman, underrated actor. He's an amazing actor. Mm. Really amazing actor. He was um, Principal Snyder on oh, Buffy. Buffy. Totally. Oh, yeah. Replaced uh, Tobo, did he not? Yes. Wasn't Tobo originally the principal in the he pilot? He was, but he was in the pilot that he got cut. He got replaced no. by this fat actor. I think it's the other Lerner brother. It's Michael Lerner and his brother, mm. whatever. David? He, maybe Ken. I don't know. In any event, <laughs> I know too much about the Lerner brothers. I, was say. <laughs> I wasn't aware Michael Lerner had a brother. Oh, Welcome back to learning about the Lerners. <laughs> Wait, it. Michael Lerner, uh, Mayor Ebert from yes. Godzilla? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mayor Ebert from Godzilla. Wow. Yeah, yep. that was never nope. funny. No, he was not in Barton Fink. He was in Godzilla. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> all right, Chris Cavett. Well, you know when he dies, they're going to show a clip Godzilla. of Godzilla and not Barton Fink or anything good. I mean, yeah, so that's a, this movie, man. Like, Reese Witherspoon is driving up to the country at the end of it mm-hmm. in the car. She's got the, the original copy of the Burn book, like, sitting next to her. And she's yeah. kind of like... Cherish it forever. With a smile that is a, a little too happy for you the way this movie's yeah. ending out. <laughs> free car. Yeah, didn't really know a that great guy. car. Didn't See, really know that guy, car. but I got a free car. That would have been great if the turn was like Reese Witherspoon. Oh, that would be like amazing. She was the Phantom Menace. Like yeah. she was like the puppeteer <laughs> of the whole thing somehow. And it was all to get this car. It was her and Ronald together. And oh yeah. like, yes, yeah. that nice. would be pretty great. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's more imagination than this movie has. Yeah. <laughs> That is the end of this movie, and we will start with our guest for this evening. Angelica, would you recommend this movie to the <laughs> to the, the movie going public? <laughs> um, mm, I'm trying to think if it's a hangover movie, but I mm. it it's boring in in spots, and it's not loud, but it's not that long. It's like what an hour and like yeah, it's like 97 minutes. Or yeah, so yeah. it's on the short side. So no, I wouldn't recommend this movie. If you're a Sarah Michelle Geller apologist like I am, then sure, dive in, have fun, <laughs> swim in it, drink it up, enjoy it. Uh-huh. But otherwise, this movie is racist <laughs> and homophobic and boring in spots, and it doesn't lean into the campiness that it has like in in like certain moments, so it's not even that fun. Yeah. So no. I wouldn't recommend this movie. <laughs> See, I would only let it slide as the seeing is believing. That's kind of where uh, I'm falling. I'm like, because I was taking notes. I've taken. I took more notes for this movie because every little thing. I'm like, what? How would you allow that to happen? <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. And yeah. I remind. I remember it as much milder than this when mm. the last time I watched it, I was yes. like, I don't remember any of this crap. And then this time, I was like shocked by it. So yeah. I think if you've already seen it, do not go back to it. Mm. I don't think that's worth doing. But if you've never seen this thing, you kind of need to see it just to see where the country was at at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was hellscape, everybody. 1999 was a strange year. Yeah. Good year for movies, still hellscape. Steve Sadak? Uh, it's a no for me. I think it just 
it is a real relic of its time, to Chris's point. It's a historical artifact. But it <laughs> does. It's a little too slow for my tastes. Mm. And, like, they're. All the Philippe and uh, Reese Witherspoon scenes are dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it as as sort of weird and uh, as much as I know this will be back to forward, it's not worth watching if you haven't seen it. I, th- I think. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's a very soft recommend in terms of seeing is believing because it's such a weird fucking thing. My monocle that I usually wear fell off <laughs> oh! I was watching this movie because it was, it's just ridiculous. It is top to bottom ridiculous. It's a trash movie. Yes. Mm. Awfully made. Awful, awful everything. Let me ask you this. Were you able to keep your fez on? <laughs> no, I was not. Oh, damn. Right off. But there was, I was, I was seated below the vent though. So, oh, okay. well, there you play. <laughs> so I mean, it's kind of a, a no and a yes. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, I felt really old watching this oh, movie. Oh, God, yeah. Because, I mean, I like I said, I watched this movie a ton. It was a cable thing. So I, I did rent it before it hit television. Mm-hmm. So I was well-versed in this movie. And, Chris, like you were saying, and I think we've all kind of said, like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, oh, how could they get away with that? That's in this movie? Now they're doing what? What, what, what? <laughs> mother, mother, come in here. And I was like, I could feel it happening myself, and I was like, now you're that person, mm-hmm. you old piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> let the kids have sex and murder. You're being shocked by cruel intentions. Because I think it's a thing where, like, when you're watching it and you're the age that these characters are supposed to be, you're like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah That's this living. Is, this is cool as shit. Yeah, exactly. I want a fucking Coke crucifix. <laughs> I'm an unsexy teen. I'd like to see what a girl looks like. I would also <laughs> like to see what a girl looks like. Someone kiss me, please. I'm lovely. <laughs> I'll go to Central Park. <laughs> That is Cruel Intentions from 1999, directed by the auteur Roger Cumble. If you would like more We Hate Movies, check out patreon.com slash wehatemovies. Uh, now, Angelica, tell the fine folks at home where they can find your writing on the internet and what your up-to project was. Um, God, what the fuck am I up to? I'm late on deadlines. Um, <laughs> You can find me online on Twitter at Angelica Bastien. That is uh, Angelica spelled in the Rugrats fashion. Nice. Bastien, B-A-S-T-I-E-N. Uh, you will see lots of high tweets. You will see lots of Keanu-related tweets. <laughs> yes. Write a lot about film and TV. Um, you just had Ultra. a rad uh, Brad Pitt piece yeah I, d- I ranked all of brad pitt's performances i almost recommended a very early brad pitt movie to do for this instead Ooh. um but maybe for another day i don't Ooh, know yeah save it save yeah it. for another day um but that's where you can find me um follow me and see some fun film and tv criticism or at least i hope it's fun let me ask you this on the keanu front how are you feeling about this bill and ted face the music i'm so there i'm there i'm so there i have a suspicion that it's going to be bad. I, oh, I, do I do too. Like, I, there's a <laughs> yeah. part of me that's like, for it to be good, there's too much that right. it, you, yeah. it's, it's stacked it's against impossible it. Impossible <laughs> to live up to the hype, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. It's a real just roll a number and yep. go to the theater, man, and just let that movie happen to you. Bill and Ted face the music. And I, I, I just I hope that it does not rear its ugly head on this program at some point. That's my only wish, is that we can watch it and we can be like, you know what? 
it's not an episode yeah it would be nice to be like even if it's not great just to be like oh that was fun yeah i think it might be fun it might be fun there that's the perfect way to, to to put it i think now we hate movies as always rolls on next tuesday there will be a brand new episode steve sadek what will we be talking about then well uh pursuant to this episode we'll be talking about uh teens giving into lust in weird fashions it's teen wolf ah lives from los angeles that's right right, but also on patreon we are we got an episode of back to the future 2 that's coming out or it's out already probably one or the other either way sometime (laughs) this month the bonus we love movies episode will be back to the future 2 what with the michael j fox connection and all angelica thanks so much for hanging out again it's always great to have you on the show thank you for having me this was a lot of fun yes i like hearing that that's great i had a good time perfect uh come back anytime oh that's so sweet very cool so until next week with teen wolf live from the hollywood improv in los angeles california i'm andrew jupin even say it actress cabin eric siska angelica j bastian take it easy That was a HeadGum Podcast.